McGee. It's Saturday, February 20th. Coming special, a little late. Special uh, Saturday edition. Had to, move things, had to move things around a little bit this week for schedules and make sure everybody uh, had a livelihood. Oh, uh, yeah. Snowstorm. Snowmageddon. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, not quite. We're not Austin, Texas or anything. But, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no. We're not... It's just enough to smarter just stay home and wait for oh, everything to yeah. calm down. So snow and drinking whiskey usually right. don't mix. So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, we don't. You have to we drive. don't drink and drive to begin with. I mean, it's not. Thanks for that PSA. I'm yeah. just saying, it's not. It's not like that. You know, a little two finger. We're here like three hours. Like we're not doing anything other than really tasting. So easy. <laughs> but how you guys doing today, Zach? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Solid. SP? Awesome, man. Excellent. Pinky? I'm wide awake now after some uh, bourbon barrel coffee. Yeah, Ooh, yeah that stuff. coffee was good. Hey, shout I liked out it. to Freedom One Coffee because they're the ones who roasted that up for me. So, it's delicious. That's fantastic. Like it. Like it. We got a guest in the house today. My boy, Cisco. Hello, hello, everybody. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for coming in. Yep. Appreciate it. Oh. Prepare yourself for a bunch of nonsense and... Probably a lot of nonsense. Probably. There might be yeah, some yeah. sports, and you know, it's not, we'll, we'll mention no football, how we're still sipping so. on some whiskey. Let's not to mention we're going to be talking about the NFC West. <laughs> Zach's cold Gotta let it go, man. Zach's Gotta let it go. No, can't do it. I was typing while I was Listen, working. If you mess so, something up, Zach's going to let you know. No, that's right. not true. I didn't say anything about you putting the music in with 25 I minutes. I wish. Uh, that's what that's the kind of things you should be talking yeah, about. Nah, that's cool. Okay. Yeah, sorry about last week, guys. There's a little error in the editing. Lobs tonight. Thank you I, to I my man Todd for picking until it out. He started it. Dude, that's like homeboy saying, "Oh, by the way, your brakes in your car aren't on right, but you know, whatever, we'll <laughs> figure it out." That's not quite that bad. <laughs> I'm but. just saying. You'll realize it when you come up to that first stop sign. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully sure, he'll get it fixed. That's no problem. <laughs> Anyways, where are we at? Any nonsense this week? <laughs> There's a lot of nonsense. A lot of nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess uh, I'll story time. Oh, oh hey, everybody likes Pinky story, story time. Everybody grab their yeah. two fingers. This is gonna sit be down depressing. around the fire. All right. No, 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 not depressing this week. Okay. Is this one gonna give us the ending we were hoping for? Uh, maybe, maybe. Because so, Pinky story time was probably just we'll, gonna become known we'll probably, for. We'll probably go into a, a more. We should have that. special music for that. <laughs> right. You know Pinky what? story That's time. What, yeah. We need like a like a mix between like a reading rainbow and like a Mister Rogers. Okay. Work that out, I guess. Probably, you feel me? Probably not going to Thankfully, happen, there's a musical person. We, we've got somebody who can do music for really? us, right? Yeah, Who's somebody. That? I'm sure we can figure something out. I don't know why you're looking at me. Yeah, you've got yeah, a daughter yeah. that's all in a rock band, so, you know. Yeah, we'll just have her She can play a couple notes for us. Slap the bass a few times yeah, and go slap at the bass. Yeah, I think that would be solid. So, just, anyways. Just, just cut yeah, that in ahead, nice and quick. We yeah. had talked previously about you had watched The Little Things on oh, HBO yeah. Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even know what we were going to talk about. And, uh, you literally just told okay. me what we were going to talk Fun. about. So I got a chance to sit down and, and watch it the other night. Okay. Wait, Everybody, did you take notes on this? I didn't take notes. Are you but reading I, from something? I, I see specifically notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, I'm like looking at I'm like, hang on. No, you didn't tell us to watch it, so this oh, is just going to be like oh, you wait, and oh, SP. We did tell you to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I, I did. Look at He changed it on his tablet to the NFC East. Yes, so you wouldn't keep making fun of me. Zach. It's right on my That's what you call patching, okay? Back, back to the conversation. Okay, yeah, yeah. go Lucas. ahead. We'll, so we'll sit back and this, just hang out for a minute. This movie you guys haven't watched. Right. So Aaron had, had talked about it a little bit and uh, that he went through 
having to have a conversation with his cousin to kind of wait. Do- I apologize. Cut you off one more time. Just so I think I'm thinking about the right one, but I have not seen it, but I do. Is this the one with Denzel Washington, Jared Leto's? The, yes. Yes. Or, yes. From what I've seen the villain. Yep. I haven't okay. seen it, but yeah. I, I know. the Okay. Movie. So yes, my bad. You did. Sorry. Yeah. One eventually. We know I'll you guys don't it. always have time, but yeah, you'll get to it. Okay, right. If you need an HBO Max login, let me know. This fool's got all the time mine. in the world. What are you talking about? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> He's got a newborn on the way. He doesn't part, have that kind of time. Part of the reason I'm asking though is because um, what you're going to talk about is it going to give away anything in the movie? No, I'm going to try to keep this spoiler free. Oh, okay, spoiler yeah. free. Okay, all right. It's a That's, tough movie to spoil. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You really yeah. have to watch it. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Just. Okay, I'll be I'll be quiet and sit back. So and I know you you mentioned you had to kind of talk it through with your cousin whether you liked it or not. Yeah, my brother. Brother, yeah. sorry. You guys are all real close. So <laughs> true. Your cousin's <laughs> like your brother to me. Same you thing. live you live same with thing. him. So yeah, I mean, same you know, thing. he's yeah, there. Yeah. So it's kind of watching through it, and I thought well, uh, to save Aaron real quick, I have a cousin that's like my brother. Yeah. See. Thanks, Zach. <laughs> I mean, you guys. You well, you know Jake. Yeah, I yeah. I do well, know Jake somewhat. Somewhat. I don't think we've actually met, but your Pink, wife knows Pinky, him great. Pinky just might get through this story. Uh, Maybe. Just might. Maybe. We're stalling on purpose. So, watching through this movie, I get to the end, and I go, "It's okay." Yeah. And there was things that kind of picked apart, and I was like, "That seems like I feel like that would be most people's reaction. Nobody's gonna be like." Good job, man. No, but yeah, that's not gonna happen. See, and I, <laughs> but then what? You had well, to go I through just, stages, I just, right? I, I, I realize I really don't like um, Remy Malek. I did not like him. I did not necessarily like him in that movie. I felt like he was trying to be David Caruso from CSI Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. that like total. I'm a total dick. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm smarter than you, and I'm a dick. And it was like right from the beginning. Like he was being a dick to Denzel Washington at the beginning of the movie. Right. He's never met the guy. He had no reason to be that way. But you want to know what? Okay, so I didn't know if this was good writing or bad writing because his tune changed. Oh, yeah. You know what his I mean? His character changes so, throughout but the... I didn't, but again, time. I don't know if that's good or bad writing Like where it's like, oh, you can't keep up your character. Or if it was more like, oh, I know who you are. I'm going to treat and, you differently. And his weird, like, the way that his mouth was, it looked like he was still used to having... Because um, I know when he, both, fake he, teeth in. he had the fake teeth in. <laughs> That's actually funny. So observation. If, if you look, yeah. If you look at his mouth, it looks all messed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, actually, that's kind of funny. So does like he's chewing tobacco the whole time or what? Yeah. So in Bohemian like Rhapsody, something. when he was Freddie Mercury, yeah, he had fake teeth in his mouth. Yeah. So the whole time, like his whole mouth is, you know, yeah, like if disfigured. You know. Yeah, and, you're, you're and right. that's <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I mean, is that it? I movie? mean, I just I just didn't like him. But Denzel and Jared Jared Leto was actually what I thought would just save the movie. Like he was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. he is very creepy. He got, like nominated for a Golden Globe for that. Actually, he's he's creepy in that movie, and I like it. He actually said he thought he ruined the movie. Huh? Yeah, because I think he's the best part. Hmm. So, is there a story in this, or I'm just commenting on the oh. the movie? Wait, oh, I was, I was, I was curious about the yeah. same thing. Like, I was waiting for it, that to lead into the, like uh, again. You said no spoilers, so you know. I'm, oh, okay, yeah. So that, that's this, a lot we can't talk about. Then pinky well, story again, There's time. a lot you can't talk. I just was thinking you were going to be like, this is what I thought about the movie, and this is what happened when we were watching it. Like you said, pinky story time. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, you wait, no, just no, said no. I just want to review, have a conversation. Like, so this is perfectly on par. We get to the end. You're like, wait, that's the end. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Yeah. So this is not, <clears throat> just like I said, 
Pinky dropping 500 Brought IQ to you on this by one. Pinky. Bravo, sir. Pinky story uh, bravo. time. <laughs> Once again, you, you hit it I'm right on I the head. I bring you a bunch of jerks Nailed together. It. Yeah, yeah. Just... I'm the glue of the so, group. So that's I bring it. you together. That was it? That's, that's all you uh, Well, okay. there's no one else to rag on because okay. the season's over, so we can't give Caleb a hard time about Trubisky or Sam Darnold. We still can. We will. Don't, Don't worry. worry, guys. We're going to – Pinky's stories will be published in, in full in a, a memoir. Uh, I, I don't know what we'll call it per se. Pinky's but poems. Yeah, so you know, we'll yeah. we'll make sure you, they get they get to you in full. Uh, we'll probably get to do a couple releases. Gotcha. <laughs> Yeah. I want to chime in. So you were talking about uh, Jared Leto said he thought he uh, ruined the film. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, when anybody is great at something, right, their their last thing wasn't good enough. And if they mess something up, right, no matter if that's they all were, they dwell on. Yeah, yeah. No matter if they were, um, if they were given an award for it or they won a championship, right, they're only going to talk about what they messed up and what they missed. Yeah. The shots they missed, the pass they missed. Right. The yeah. lines they missed, what they messed up. That's true. That's so, a very good yeah, that's so a very Jared good point. Is a great actor. Yeah. So is Denzel. And you, and I guarantee you they're not gonna talk about all the stuff they want. They're gonna talk about how they messed something up and what they didn't do. Right. Because you know, they're great at what they do and they're perfectionists. Yeah. And it's, and it's never good enough for them. Yeah, and Jared Leto is a surprisingly good actor. I was surprising. He did that yeah. um Dallas Buyers that, Club. The Japanese yeah, movie. Sure. Was that Jared Leto? Um, he, um where he he was in a, in a, with in a yakuza? jail. He, he was in he was in a jail with a yakuza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. I saw that movie. That was I think that yeah that was the first time I ever saw him in a movie. Really? Yes. Oh man, you need to see da- Dallas Buyers Club. I saw that one. I didn't know he was in it. I'll tell you the truth. That's how good of an actor he was. Dude. That you did not you didn't, didn't you didn't realize he was the Very the, the Very method. he was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But that yakuza movie. I was like, damn, he took over that place. You yeah. Know? I was impressed. So Jerry Lodi yeah, blew me away. So I'm not surprised he's, he said something. He's like phenomenal. That. Yeah, yeah, of course. I hated him in Suicide Squad. He plays a horrible That's Joker, but fault. I don't think that was his fault. That is not his fault, he man. Tried. He tried his best. Well, I think he, he tried to do a different version that went a little too far. Yeah. Oh uh, no, I actually, I actually kind of liked it. No, that Put, was putting that hand up to people's faces and well, the I way think he it laughed fit with the movie. He, the movie he was, was not garbage, a bad so Joker. Yeah, it worked. He yeah. stood out because of how bad everything else was around him. You know what I mean? He just did not fit in in that heaping pot. I thought he actually, the way he was portraying that character at that time, you can say what you want about the tattoos they had and that stuff, but his portrayal I thought was very similar, like almost Mark Hamill's, like the killing joke and stuff, the way he's doing like that animated version. Right. And that had it no has place that dark, that, like, it had no oh, place in that film. That's the problem. Well, don't, don't yeah, that's, you know, say what you want about that, but I didn't think his Joker as as a joker was bad by any means. No, I, I I was surprised that in that one part, he was a cuck. Remember in the club with common, the rapper. I do not remember that. Yeah. Actually. Remember yeah, that that's, part? A weird, that's a weird part. He's letting uh common kind of get with, uh, Margot Robbie. And then he's, you know, he, he completely flips in that scene. It's not a bad scene. Actually. It's probably the best scene that he was in. I'm I'm very judgmental of it. I'm probably more judgmental just because that's not really the Joker. Yeah. But yeah, I, I thought think, the same thing. He I, that wasn't the Joker. I think yeah. I think Jared Leto could do a great version of the Joker. Sure. I just didn't find it that if they did a movie that was him. it. I yeah, I believe in him, his yeah. acting abilities that he could have nailed whatever. But in my opinion, the only good thing that came out of Suicide Squad was Purple Lamborghini. So <laughs> that's it. That's it. Has it? Yeah. 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 Skrillex was the star of that movie. That's my <laughs> that's my opinion. So um, I, I, I like the other soundtrack on that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soundtrack's good. Really yeah, good. Yeah. That was, yeah. But that was a good soundtrack. coming back to the little things, yeah, yeah. if you're looking for something to watch, 
it's worth a watch. Kind of see what you think, what your take on it is. It, it's something you have to dwell on and you have to think about it. You start piecing stuff together and re-examine the film after the fact. And you can probably slowly move yourself. In yes, the Zach. In the back. <laughs> Get his hand up, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Please let the man speak. <laughs> Who's playing the Joker in the new DC? Um, I don't think well, the Joker's in the new one. Wait, the one with like Robert Pattinson? Was, like, I don't know. I don't think I he's in that one. Like I think a, the Penguin's in it. No, he Colin is. Farrell's the Penguin. And, and it's the, um, what's his name from Pirates of the Caribbean? Johnny Depp? Yeah, Johnny Depp's uh, supposed to be playing the Joker in that. No. Yeah. No. There's been articles on it. Oh. I mean, I don't know if it's bad. Like, go on, cut the guy. We're going to get like slides. Edward Scissorhands as the I Joker? I don't think it's Johnny Depp. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> I'll pull it up right now. The oh. Batman, Johnny Depp, the Joker, That's, right there. I don't like that. It's 2022, we're actually getting three Batman films. Interesting. Or, yeah, I, isn't or, there a new DC Keaton coming out on like March? Um, are you Justice talking, League? Are you talking about, oh, no, that's the Zack Snyder recap. Yeah, that's and that's his. Jared Leto. He's going to be playing the Joker. They shot scenes for that specifically. Yeah, yeah so we'll see. Maybe he's better in that. Probably. Probably. I mean, Justice League can't get worse. Dude, I'm not going to lie. So. Based on just what I've read, and I'm not any kind of comic book aficionado. We know that. But I do enjoy them and try to you know absorb what I can when I can. And from what I've read, that Zack Snyder is going to be a completely different movie than what Whedon turned it yeah, into. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Which is mind-boggling to me that Whedon would be asked to come in and then do that. Knowing that if you're not going to reshoot a whole movie, it's going to end up not being well accepted because it's going to look dissegmented. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's going to be four hours long, so it is the new movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. They yeah. Well, yeah, because Schneider had quite a bit of reshoots and yeah, yeah. there's a lot of different things in there. The um, Johnny Depp playing Joker, mm-hmm. um, I think he's going to make it very uncomfortable for everybody because if you look at the movie he did, he played Whitey Bulger. Mm-hmm. That creeped me out. He went deep and dark on that. He was I thought that was kind of a poor portrayal. Yeah, poor portrayal. I didn't like that one as much as I thought I would. For to me it was creepy. To me to, to yeah. me it was creepy. So I think I think if he's gonna do Joker, I think it's gonna creep us out because he goes deep in a character. He kinda reminds me like he's gonna end up being more like a Jack Nicholson. You know yeah. what I mean? Where like that uh, a little more flamboyant. I don't know. Well, Jax might have come off moving around. cartoony with the Tim Burton whole thing being involved. But, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. if you go back and watch it, though, and see what he's really doing as far as, like, being completely off his rocker and never right. knowing what he's going to do, like, he actually comes out really well with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, agree, yeah. I, I think Johnny Depp is capable. And who knows? I, I think he's capable. Yeah. I think he's really capable. I'm curious. That would be I, interesting. going to freak me out. Did um, you like Walking Phoenix's yeah. portrayal? I did. I don't know if I necessarily so, liked it as a Joker. I think his acting in that movie was good. So I'm not a uh, fan of that movie, yeah, at all, because I don't. It's I haven't not, seen it's it. It's not the Joker. I mean, he's me. not he's not the Joker that's, that's yet, though. That's kind of the whole point of it, though, is it's how so, he became to this completely sociopath. So I'm I'm I do think it is a great movie that shows you what mental health issues yeah. are out there. Yeah, yeah. And when you watch Joaquin Phoenix go through that, he makes you literally feel like he, he's awkward throughout the whole movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, and you That's get what, that feeling. Like He does a great job acting in that movie. Right. But you think about the, but way it's not it's the, set up, the way it's set up, though, you realize how long he's been dealing with it. Yeah. So this is, you're seeing the breaking point. He's That's what 30. you're seeing. You I, know what I, I mean? felt like this was Todd Phillips wanting to go come out and 
and do something that talked to mental health and he used the Joker sure. storyline to do it. Yeah, I can see that. But I it's mean, not really the Joker. It's not it a really bad isn't. character to yeah. do that with. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> yeah. any iteration that's ever happened, that's exactly basically what's... But that's the good thing about the Joker is that there is nothing in stone about how he came about. So it leaves it very open and fluid on how you want to get to that interpretation. Oh, absolutely. For me, Heath Ledger's portrayal is... Yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, that's the best villain of all time in any movie. Right. In all I, honesty, that is, to me, the best villain ever. Well, when you thought about the Joker, he played him perfectly. Right. I mean, just like in your mind, I felt like. That's so how Joker, his, his to me, portrayal, was. The best thing about his portrayal that matches up with the actual character in the comics is that, yes, he was insane. Yes, he was crazy. But he still had a plan. Right. He still had something. Well, he, he was, was brilliant. For. And I don't think it was as much crazy and insane as it is. Um, how do I want to word this? Well, it was against the not, norms. Not, honestly, not caring about social norms and how they're set up to be a Correct. part of one society. Yeah. yeah. And that's where I think there's this. People call it crazy or, or sociopathic or whatever because they don't understand that type of mindset. But it's it's more of a nature, and it's crazy to think about, but it's more of a nature situation, survival of the fittest. Like, right. I'm going to do what I want to survive, and if you can't keep up with me, good luck. Yeah, well, here's the Which difference. Which is what made Just it Just like so his magic trick with the pencil. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah but that's that's kind of the point. Like, you're, you're never going to see that coming. Well, here's the but thing. But it's going to make sure everybody leaves him alone after that. So the Joker in that film, he, he shows that there's a very fine line and a good distinction between being crazy, psychotic, and having chaos. Yes, and, that, and that's what exactly. it was, is that he's going out there and he throws people off their game, but you have to be a very sound person in order to come up with that type of strategy it's for It's insane. Him. So... So, so what do you call the Joker when uh, Michael Caine was telling, what's his name, Kristen Bale, uh-huh. that some, some people just want to watch the world burn? Exactly. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Like, some so people were that, robbing just insane? to rob. Yeah, is that insane or is that psychotic or yeah, just to rob and rob? You know, like, how do you categorize that? Well, if you, if, if you sit there and you look at it from his point of view, he's like, I see a problem with this structure that people are in that nobody had any say-so about. Right. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, that's the, that's more of the Joker's perspective. like everybody's going off and doing these things, but nobody had a say in it. Right. They're just a part of it, whether they want to be or not. So the way he looks at it is almost kind of like, I'm going to throw this, flip it over and see what happens when it resettles. Mm -hmm. I was so bummed when he passed away. Yeah. I loved him as an actor, period. Like Knight's Tale and stuff going back to that. Like, love that stuff. 10 things I hate about you, man. 10 things I hate about you. Like he's just classic. Awesome. Yeah. That that Joker, when he, when he was a Joker, when I saw it, it made me feel sick. Oh yeah, he yeah. was so twisted. Oh yeah, it was right. absurd. Right. Yeah, it made me sick. So knowing that there, he wasn't going to be in that third and final trilogy, and they had to change it to Bane. Yeah, really bummed me out because it would have been insane to see what he came back to do. Right. True. It was really sad. So I don't know how we got onto that after the little so, thing. So I apologize. Thing. Thing. I mean, but you did end story time, so it was free to finally jump back in. Free, free for nonsense. Any other uh, nonsense shows? I'm watching WandaVision. I don't know if anybody else is watching yeah, it yet. Watching yeah, I'm watching it, it. Of course. I wish I would have waited till it's all done. That's what I did with The Mandalorian. I was much I was much happier. I can't do that. Watching The Mandalorian when it was all done. So I wish I would have I take done in too much this. information for it would get ruined well, for me. Well, Wanda's I've like the hard way. they don't give you enough each episode that if you just could watch it all at once, it would just it yeah, would just be better. I kind of agree with that too cuz I almost so forget if you haven't like, well, watched they it were, yet, wait. According to the directors, they did that on purpose though. They wanted it to be like a 30 minute sitcom style from each era leading yeah, I mean, up. It, so I mean, that's if, how they wanted you to fits. intake it because you're they can be standalone or they're going to lead into a whole bigger story. It just 
if you haven't watched it, just wait till the end and then watch them all. They're good. Yeah, continue. Because every every episode when it's done, I'm just like, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it, and it, it just leaves me frustrated. I'm I'm much more of I'd rather just be able to watch the entire show in one sitting, if I can, or you know I can watch four episodes and then watch another four. Okay, okay. I'd much rather do that than this week by your week. Your binge, stuff. your binge kind of guy. I am. I see. I, I like am. it. I've been spoiled. Teach their own. I didn't like the boys this this last season when I had to wait like. Dude, the boys week. is such an amazing show. I love love that boys. show, dude. That's my, Woo! It makes me uncomfortable. I love that fucking show so much. Told you, man. You need to get on that. Zach hasn't started it yet, but he's he'll get there. Yeah, that, that, that show is so uh, the, good. The problem is, is like I only have a certain amount of time I can watch television. And and I do without the kids. If he gets her. nudged enough, he will find time. It's just he's got other stuff happening that he's watching and stuff and catching up. Not and really, dude. Working out. All I do is work. He'll get there. He'll get there. But yeah, he'll. It's yeah, good. That's like got to be like number one. If you're not list. watching that, well, start watching it. Like today should have been like a. But do not know, watch TV it with anybody younger but than. But I went 18. to work. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty gritty show. One thing, about that show, I'm not going to say anything. But it was the first time I ever seen a, a show or TV, that some anything in a movie that made me gag. Really, I'm I've heard that. What, I've what, heard that from multiple I'm not, people. I'm not going to say because he hasn't seen it yet. Oh, yeah. I'm curious. So. Yeah, now I want to know too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh yeah, with the chick. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm trying, trying to mess it up for him, bro. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't was, know. That he was disturbing. I'd be like, I'd be like, what is this? I'm gonna wait for it, it now. It's when it's when uh, it's the guy. It's the fish guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the fish guy. And she's <laughs> oh. like this. Yeah. So she twisted the Me Too movement on him, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Flipped it around, flipped right. it around on him. Made him a piece of meat. Yeah. See how he likes it. Of all things, huh? Okay. Yeah, I see many things. I mean, I th- I thought with that one girl trying to pay for her rent was the one that got me. Oh, yeah. Okay, to- easy, fellas. Yeah, I didn't go too far. I didn't <laughs> this, go too far. This show is definitely a PG as close and, as possible again, for us here. The actual show is not as graphic as the actual comics. So I've mean. heard, which is crazy because it's graphic. It's yeah, it's 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan. <laughs> again. Parents wouldn't suggest anybody under right. 18 oh, yeah, yeah. if you're going to watch it with them because not it's the going to make su- you real not, uncomfortable. Not the superhero flick you watch with your no, kids. No, well, no, I mean, my wife won't watch it. It's too graphic. My kids haven't seen Deadpool yet. No? Uh, well, I mean, how old are your kids, though? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, they should. That's be. what I'm saying. Mine, mine but did this until is about like 13. Put, put Deadpool on crack and then give it a bunch of steroids, and then you get, <laughs> that's then you get what we're talking Deadpool's about. Deadpool's pretty graphic. Yeah, it is, yeah, legit, dude. That's there's a lot of the words you're gonna like, learn in the boys. It's uh, like Deadpool, and then crank it up three notches. Yeah, yeah. like I said, <laughs> it's good. It's, it's uh, good. another right. level. Any other nonsense? Nonsense. Hmm. Pinky's surveying. Give him something. Give I mean, we, we're gonna move something. on to sports. I mean, that's what everybody comes here to the show for. So, and the nonsense and the whiskey, and which the whiskey, which, which we're, we're gonna start. Yet. We we've got the peach pecan still. The Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace. So we've Howard got head up there too. Yeah, we've got a couple other ones. So we'll we'll be sipping on those in a second. We got Royal. that coffee that that SP brought. That's the whiskey barrel coffee is delicious. So that's what we start sipping on tonight to yeah. start. And I do get a hint of whiskey out of it. It's good. It's real good. On the front or on the back? Kind of on the front. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, uh, do we got up? some more? I don't have any. I, I drink. Sorry, it yeah, that's. Yeah, I drink it all too. Is there any more in the pot? There's a I doubt it. Up in there. Here, take, um, take a sniff of this too, man. This is the, the beans right so here. So yeah, we'll get to the whiskey. We'll get to the whiskey. Just had to start with the coffee because it's 
Really good. Take that oh. home with you if you want to like grind up a little bit of it and uh, make yourself a few cups or something. I made espresso. Oh, wait. Me too. I own a coffee yeah. shop. so. <laughs> yeah, this guy's Mr. Coffee over here. Hey, <laughs> Try it out, man. Tell me what you think. Yeah, yeah. Hit me up. Well, so yeah, I guess that's the end of the nonsense. Yeah, lead into some sports while I get my whiskey. Let's do this. Yeah, give me something to do too. All right, SP, what do you got this week? What? No, I said... <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. You just sit back and hang out, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're going to talk about stuff that balanced me to go get a drink. So here's, here's what I will say to start off. We just had the uh, Aussie Open Women's Finals uh, take place. Uh, Serena lost in the semis to, uh, wow, I'm going to draw a blank on her, la- on her first name. So Osaka. Naomi. Naomi Osaka. Uh, and she went on to win the finals. Uh, fourth Grand Slam. Young. Uh, always looked up to Serena, she said. Uh, big fan of Kobe. I guess Kobe talked to her, and she was wearing actually a Kobe jersey when she won last year after for her presser. So uh, she definitely she definitely has a lot of people that she's been able to have mentor her and so she looks like she's on quite the trajectory now as one of the young up-and-coming uh, tennis players on the flip side serena losing is still sitting one shy of the all-time record which is 24 i believe 23 24 somewhere in there and she's 39 now she's right on the cusp still of you know final semis but she hasn't quite been able to win one in the last i believe it's four years now um and that's a lot of it's a lot of tennis to not get that last Grand Slam you're really trying to look for. With that being said, though, she is one of the all-time greats. Yeah, like, of course. All-time I greats. I agree. So where I'm kind of leading that into then. I would say she's probably all-time great sports figure. That's where I want to go. Perfect, Zach. So if we're talking about goats all-time, like all-time, any sport, anywhere, what would you guys start like top five? Like who would who would you have in your top Ooh. five as the all time greats? You know, I do Ooh. not know enough about other sports to actually even give it to my two. So you might be that, that person though that like if like any sports figure that comes to your mind made enough of an impact to quite possibly well, make it into your mine mind. Would, like like what pops to into your head right away, SP? Ronnie Coleman. Okay, Mr. Olympia, we got that. But yeah, nine time Mr. Olympia. He's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. See, I think the first person that pops in my head is Muhammad Ali. Ali's yeah, up there. A beast. I mean, there's a lot of people who don't put him as pound per pound the greatest fighter, but a lot of people put him as the greatest fighter because of the adversity he had to go through, where he had to he was forced to give up his belt in his prime. See, and, came back and still was able to dominate so after that. I, I, the, the one I, thing for Ali, and then his activism is off the charts. Well, that makes him really great off all all time. out of the ring. But his ability to sell himself, he's like one of the first athletes. Oh, man, self-promotion to really with him. Yeah. Yes. Which yes. is a great like, point, too. He really changed fighting. Out. Right. I so. mean, him and Howard Costell videos are still shown today for things to relate back, and they still fly. Yeah. I think every era has their greats. Yeah. But you have to be a great and also affect society in some kind of way. Right. You just can't be great at what you do and not talk to people and just be a hermit. See, you make sure. a good point because, like— Probably the next person that pops in my head is Jackie Robinson. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I can put him on that all-time great list for the simple fact that, yes, he, he, he was like the dude who helped break the color barrier. But as an all-time great baseball player, most people don't have him at the top of their list. They have him as an icon, though. He is, he is an, he is an icon. icon. I can see that. Yeah. But there, So he's, he's more on the activism side 
for that kind of situation than he is I, the I agree, player but, uh, side. So, but there's guys who are both. To to kind of give you something here on this, Caleb, I think this is a great topic. Have you read Talking to Goats? No, I haven't read that. That's something. It's a book you should get. Maybe I'll get a copy of it. Talking to Goats by Jim Gray. I remember listening. Yeah, to I know who Jim. I'm not about this so guy. So I'm not a big Jim Gray guy. You don't have to be, to be honest but with you. Well, he's, the way he's he doing talks, interviews. the way he writes is not something I mm-hmm. enjoy. So I know of the book, but a lot of it's with Brady. It's got Brady, it's um, got Jordan, it's got Gretzky, it's got Muhammad. Muhammad Ali is number is the first person he's Yeah, there's there's some other there. ones that I kind of read separately um, as just an individual and then kind of hear what each individual kind of has to say and put that together. So I'm a Jordan guy myself. Just maybe I, I'll read it. Maybe I'll read it just to see. Yeah. But well, yeah, yeah I mean, I love Jordan too. Well, here's the thing about there's Jordan. There's a reason I own like so 13 can, pairs of his shoes. People can say he wasn't an activist, right? And they give him a lot of crap for that. His Republicans buy sneakers too comment hit a lot of people the wrong way and was taken completely awkwardly, even though that's not what he was meaning by it. Yeah. Like he was just trying to say, I'm, I'm neutral here. Like, you know, I'm not trying to get into that, that woody area, but he changed generations, not just a generation, generations on the way they play basketball, the way they look at their salaries, the way they look at self-endorsement, like he took Ali's self-endorsement to another level because he now owns a billion-dollar company that was Nike. And he was able to branch out on his own. Like, So maybe not activism out front and, and, and in people's faces, but the amount of money he donated to his own causes that he wanted to contribute yeah, to without people clubs. knowing. Plus, you don't see uh, people getting jumped for the LeBrons. <laughs> oh, cold. <laughs> Cold. It's I good. love it. It's because you don't need to jump them; they just flop. <laughs> <laughs> so that debate settled on this show. But so okay, so we got Ali. You've got. I apologize. Give me Mr. Olympia again. I, Ronnie Coleman. Like, Ronnie yeah. Coleman. Thank you. And uh, let me just real quick caveat to that. And the only reason why I think of Ronnie Coleman is the fact that this dude absolutely sacrificed his body for what he loves. He has every single one of his vertebrae fused. Okay. He can barely walk, and he don't. He doesn't regret a thing. He's mentioned this before. He's like, I'd do it again in a heartbeat. He's like, I wish I could have done it longer. That's awesome. And, and, and that's how I look at it: is these people who are willing to literally give up everything just to pursue the one thing that they love. Sure, and I'm all about that. I would still but, say the icon of bodybuilding is Arnold, though. I mean, oh, yeah. Okay, check it out. Yes, Arnold. Blew up bodybuilding throughout the world because of his personality and his charisma. Well, definitely, yeah. right? Yeah, he did that. But if it wasn't for Arnold putting it on the screen, there wouldn't be famous bodybuilders like Ronnie Coleman. Mm-hmm. That's possible. Yeah, you know, I can totally it, it, see it, that. You know, it, it wouldn't be as popular right now. That is that is a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good way to put it. Like yeah. Now here's here's my problem with what you're talking about with Coleman though. What did he do outside of bodybuilding? I mean, just because I can't specifically name it right now doesn't mean nothing. No, I'm not saying it does. I'm just asking, like, what did he do outside of that would be, we're talking about a Jordan and Ali. Yeah. I'll put Serena Williams up there. What she's done for women of color and women in general, as far as I can hang with the boys. I think think she's one of the largest figures of color in tennis. And in female sports, like she's sure, one of the absolutely. biggest icons, Yeah, which well, yeah. has helped a lot of other females be like, hey, if she can do it, I can do it, right? Yeah. Well, that, or I mean, at least yeah. try. They're going out and playing tennis yes. or soccer. They're getting or, out there because right. of her. Yeah. yeah. 
So that's where I'm just, I'm trying sure. to, I, I'm not saying he might not be. I'm just saying, do we know more that we can start looking at him on that list and people oh. start thinking about him differently? Yeah. I mean, not, not necessarily that I can name, but like when it comes to other sports other than like football, yeah, you're, you're kind of out of my comfort zone at that point. So. That's why if an athlete comes to your head outside of football, yeah, that person probably made That's, a pretty yeah, big I impact. Agree. Yeah. Like, are there any other athletes that come to your mind right uh, away? I'm Brian Shaw. I, 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 I strongest I find, man. Yeah, Brian Shaw and Ronnie Coleman. To me, I'm like, oh, those are just the greats. You know what I mean? To be able to witness them while I'm still alive, that's the part that I really like. No, that's I love that. So that's a point that that's a point towards the greatest of all time conversation. Then is if if you're watching that person and you're like. The fact that I'm watching this in my lifetime and yeah. I actually get to see it and I know that that's going to go down for generations right. as that name gets mentioned, yeah, then hell yeah, that belongs in the conversation. Yeah. Well, to see people do things now that you're probably never going to see get done again, yeah, at least within your lifetime. Like we were talking about Julius Matt. You think anybody else is ever going to bench 800 pounds? There'll be somebody because even Eddie Hall said that records are made to be broken. He yeah. did, he did, when uh, he did, yeah, when he did his, you know, one, uh, yeah. So uh, then would you guys put yeah. J.J. Watt? Up there? No. <laughs> I mean, he's done a lot. He has, but he's not a greatest of all time at his position. He's up there. He can't he's even get resigned. <laughs> but he's not, a, he's not a guy that's, I think what Caleb is alluding to is athletes that have literally yeah. transposed their In the sport. sport now. Right? Yeah, yeah, Transcended. Yeah. Transcended their, yeah, their sport you, sure. and just become like a mega I mean, I'll throw star. one out there that's really crazy, and I, it wouldn't be on my top five, and I, I can kind of go through that if we want to, but some something that keeps – like you start thinking about other people from other sports who, what would their guy be if that's their heart? Dale Earnhardt might actually be something that people talk about because he was yeah. one of, if not the greatest driver in NASCAR of all time, and then yeah. dies on the track the way he does. And people are still throwing up the number three, like, and it's 20 or so years I mean, later. Like, I mean, when an icon does die relatively, I mean, he wasn't young, young, but relatively young. Well, but it wasn't. An, I, I'm saying he was. Some people say he was the greatest race car driver of all time. So it's not He's an in that icon. Argument. It's boom. That's it's not just a driver passed away. And I'm not trying to sound morbid by any means with that. I'm saying that'd be like if it was. If it was, he's like, like the Muhammad Ali of racing, though. Like he was that big first guy that promoted himself. No, 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 no. Richard Petty, dude. Richard Petty's up there, but Ellison, Earnhardt took it. To Bobby Ellison, Unser's. So you they're they're back, all dude. popular. Those, were, those no, no, are no. all popular. They, they promoted the yeah. dude. They had mouths. They were talking. I barely hear like, about any of any NASCAR guys. I knew who uh, Earnhardt was. Yeah, well, but I, I don't I'm know saying, who Petty was. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I heard know, of Petty because it's sports center. Look, but. Just trust me on this, then, okay? Just trust me on it because the reason Earnhardt, yes, greatest of all time, but he also was a talker. Like he was a smack talk. Like he was the Larry Bird. If you guys know anything about smack talkers, Larry Bird might be the greatest smack talker of all time. Oh. If you don't know, basketball player, SP, white guy. Thanks. Yeah, I know the way he plays. Boston Celtics. See, now that would be a guy you should say, like, yeah. You you want something really fun to read? Go look up some stories of Larry Bird talking smack. One of my favorites is there was uh, one of my favorite sports quotes of all time. He he played an entire game left-handed and hung 40. And after the game, he was asked why. He said, because I'm saving my right hand for next uh, – tomorrow night's game against the Lakers. And he I didn't want to burn it out. He would consistently um, talk to like the stadium, I don't know, guy who cleans the stadium or somebody at the stadium, and he'd always ask, what's the most points been scored in here? Yeah. 
because he was going to break it. <laughs> he was, dude, his yeah. savage, yeah, just yeah. savage, the stories you hear he about Larry He was a complete all-around basketball player. And he player. backed it all up. Like, that yeah. was the thing. He sure. backed it all up. So. Oh, you posted but, that thing on with, uh, God, what was his name? About Larry Bird. Yeah. Like, that brother yeah. can play. Yeah. Then I found out he was white. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because he was listening to him on the radio. Yeah, Nolan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was. Yeah. Did I mean, that's, that? he I mean, posted on the Facebook page. Yeah, I, but I didn't, I didn't know the context. Oh. I didn't realize that he was listening to it on the radio. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Well, that was back in like 78, 79. Yeah. When Larry was in college. I see. And okay. so he's, he's listening to this on the radio and he's thinking, Dude's balling be, out, yeah. you know, because he was playing his. We're not, we're not talking mata. about, we're not yeah. talking about some white dude that's going to be balling out on my team, right, right. <laughs> and you're talking about Larry Bird. He he's one of the greats, absolutely, no, oh. without a fucking doubt. And but I'm sorry with the f word, but the thing is, he he's not one of those that was out there. And um, with the news and everything, talking yeah. about his own beliefs and agenda and all that. Right. He just, no. He just whooped ass. Oh yeah. He well, was on but, the court and he won. And he, yeah. and he, he said all the time, him. "I'm just, I'm, I'm just a small town, poor country boy from French Lick, Indiana." Mm-hmm. Like that's what he did. Like yeah. he wasn't looking to get in any more than play basketball and kind of, or shoot a McDonald's commercial with a game of horse. You know, like right. <laughs> real simple. Yeah. Make that money. So regressing from from people who like to talk smack. Yeah. All time greats. Anybody else got any? I mean, Gretzky's in there. Okay. I like that name. Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps could definitely oh, be put in there. Phelps is Phelps, in there. Yeah. And absolutely, do you, do you, you think could look Tiger Woods would be higher on this list if it wasn't for his controversies? So I think he's on the list. Here's why I have a hard time putting Tiger on the list. Tiger's he's just on, outside for me. No, he this is, is on why, this list. This is why I think it's hard for me to put him on the list. Because he's still not the greatest golfer of all time for me. So what he did to change the game of golf, yeah. yeah, he's real close for me, but my top five has him just outside. Okay. Ah, man. He made golf nobody, huge. Nobody in our generation would care about golf without Tiger Woods. Right. That's probably People true. watch more golf today now because of Tiger Woods. Well, I disagree, but again, I'm... That's I'm, the only reason why I know different. anything about it. That's fine, yeah. and, and that's why most people... I mean, I get in arguments about the last Masters he won, and they were like, oh, that's the greatest moment of sports. And I'm like, it's not. He won it before, but... You know, regardless, they I mean, care. it was a cool storyline with everything that happened, but it's definitely not one of the greatest I, moments I, in sports. Tiger Woods is absolutely on this list. Yeah, I would like to talk about the um, every great athlete in any sport in any era has their own vices. Yeah, like Tiger did. He got caught with his vices. He kept on losing. He got those vices away, and then he came back and he won again. All right, and but I I want to know. I mean, if you guys know of the vices that these athletes have, good or bad or whatever, whether they're, they can be judged or criticized by society or not. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's, it's a conversation we've had with, with the Hall of Fame, especially baseball that we were talking about here not too long ago, where, where people are voting based on things outside of the sport itself. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Now, you want to you say Pete Rose? Nah. His his transgressions yeah. are within the sport. I still of baseball. let him in. I still and let him so in. So he's got he's got some he's got some explaining I'm to sorry, do. You man. know what I'm saying? Like I still let him in. I no, I don't. And this is simply why people are always like, "Well, there's no evidence he ever ever bet it on his team." I'm like, there is because those are the days his bookie's not putting money down on that team to win. So while technically there's nothing with him getting caught saying, "I'm not betting on my team today." The time he wasn't putting money down on his team, 
said a lot about what he was feeling and doing that day. Regardless of what Pete wants to say right now, that's too strong of evidence for me. And that goes back to the 1919 Black Sox. 1919, right, Zach? That sound right? 19. The Black Sox, way back in so, the early 1900s, where it was proven games. they threw the game. Right. Like, yeah, nobody. I mean, it's hard to prove that Pete ever did anything that threw a game. No, that's what yeah. I'm saying though. When you're, Pete always went all out. But dude, we don't as know. As a player, as a manager, oh, a when he was betting on his team as often as he was, and then all of a sudden he's not betting on them. Those games look really suspicious when you start talking to betters. Any true better, any bookie that was interviewed about this said, yeah, I basically saw that and said, Pete's not winning today. <laughs> That's a problem. See, if that guy was smart, he would have kept his mouth shut and knew where to put his bets. You know what I mean? Right. He did. Yeah. What happened was is there was a wire. T- it's one of those stupid things. Like they catch uh, what, Al Capone on tax evasion, right? Right. Like That's stupid. How did that happen? Yeah, yeah. What happened with him is one of the bookies or something was caught up with the mob on something else and got wiretapped. Yeah. And they had to be like one of those like kind of drunk, funny conversations after they were talking business. He was talking about, you know who I saw today? Pete Rose. And they hear that. And then all of a sudden like, what? What? Huh? <laughs> I told now you guys. All of a sudden they're starting to talk about this a little bit more. They're hearing different things. I told you guys I met now, Pete Rose, right? Into. What? When? Uh, I met him in Vegas. Yeah, oh, dude, that's because Pete Rose that is the only way he makes right. his money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's all over the country doing autograph signings. That's yeah. how he makes his that's money. Exactly. That's a good point. He was, a, he was right in there. a collectible shop in yeah, the dude. Cedar. That's what he does. Yeah, I think it was a trip we were out there. Maybe. Really? Yeah. So, so that's a good question. Then, who is probably the most famous athlete you guys have met? Chuck Liddell. Oh, you met Chuck? Yeah, I think Chuck's up Chuck's there. Chuck's a beast, man. Yeah. yeah, that was when you were eight rows back, right? At that uh, that five, fight. Five. Yeah, five rows back. <laughs> five rows. Count him. All right, Pinky, you. Um, I mean, if you'd count Elway or Montana, if you'd wait, yeah, well, no, they don't count Pinky. Nope. Sorry, do you have any? Actual, <laughs> do you have any actual quarterbacks you could mention? Um, I, I, uh, two of the all-time greats. No, not worth yeah. mentioning. So I met Elway uh, at the first game played in Coors Field. It was a preseason game against the Yankees, I believe. Nice. And I have had him sign my ticket. Oh, that's so I met awesome. Elway there. I've met Magic Johnson at the L.A. Coliseum when the Raiders were playing. My biggest uh, fanboy moment is probably I've met Terrell Davis twice at autograph signings. and um, So the last two times it's been at this place up in Denver, I did post on the Facebook page, the denverautographs.com, and um, we went there, and everybody's like not talking to him, nothing. He's just signing their stuff. They keep walking on, and me and my buddy John – um, just were like, nah, we'll talk to him. So we just started talking to him. And sure enough, he spent time, talked with both of us, shook our hands, like super cool guy, man. Hmm. And um, I'll always remember that. Now, Joe Montana, not as cool. I mean, he didn't really talk or say <laughs> anything, but uh, he did sign my football, so I'll take it. <laughs> you but, wouldn't uh, talk if you were Joe either, dude. So, <laughs> no, I, love, but, I love TD, but, but that's two different so levels So do you remember Jesse Sapolo? Sure. He's like one of the old linemen sure, for yeah, the 49ers. Vaguely. So what it, what it was, this is a, a 49ers... Pinky story time. Story time. <laughs> 49ers uh, Broncos flag football game. The year that Elway got inducted in the Hall of Fame. Okay. They had it at Mile High. Had Jerry... Um, I don't think Jerry Rice was there. Um, the running back was there. Sure. Uh, for the 49ers from uh-huh. the 80s. Yeah. The guy who went 1,000, 1,000. Craig. Roger Craig. Uh, Tom Rathman. 
uh, Ed McCaffrey. Where John are you going Elway. with Montana, Pinky? I'm just saying they were all there. <laughs> <laughs> we're sitting at the. Like, don't don't name the whole roster. What happens next? <laughs> hold on, hold on. So we're sitting at this. They're just kind of sitting at this long table, kind of like what we're sitting at right now, a little bit longer. Fit about six or seven dudes. Uh-huh. And they set up this autograph signing. It was about an hour or so before the game. You could only pick one line to go in. So I was like, okay, there was a John Elway line and a Joe Montana line. So I sent the wife over to John Elway, and then I stayed in the Joe Montana. I got through a lot faster because, of course, it's Broncos, so everybody was in the John Elway line. But I'm going through this 49er line. I had two separate balls. I was like, okay, I'm going to have everybody sign this ball. I'm going to have Joe Montana sign this ball separately because mm-hmm. nobody cares about anybody else's autograph yeah. on Joe Montana's right. ball, right? So sure enough, I get to Jesse Sapulo. And he, I'm wearing all Bronco stuff, of course. He's like, what the hell are you doing over here? <laughs> I was like, you know, I just, you know, wanted to get everybody's autographs. You guys are great. You know, John Montana's awesome. He's like, shouldn't you be in that line? I was like, no, nah, man, just, you know, over here. He's like, I'm going to sign this out of protest. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, normally I'd kick your ass. <laughs> awesome. And I was like, fair enough. Awesome. <laughs> and he just started laughing and, you know, went on down. And I got down to Joe. And Joe, I mean, he didn't look up anybody. He just grabbed the item, signed it, and moved on. But. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, that's – he is on a different level of fame than anybody else that was there that day except so, for John. I got a level of fame. So when I was about nine years old, uh, my dad used to take me to ball signings all the time, right? And Mickey Mantle was there. We tried to get him, oh. but the line was wait, just – Wait, 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 wait. Wait, hold on, though. No, 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 hang on. You met Mickey Mantle? Yes, I have met Mickey Mantle. Should have led with that. Wait, hold on. It gets better. Wait, stop. Seems Calm down. Un- seems unlikely, but No, so <laughs> how old was he? Mickey Mantle? Yeah. Oh, dude, he, it was like, I think, a month before he died. Oh, wow. Um, Good job. So we were there to get Mickey Mantle's autograph, but there was no way. How does that get better? Just hold on. So Frank Robinson was there too. So we, <laughs> so we ended up getting in that line because Mickey Mantles was like, "You're waiting eight hours." You're kidding me. No. So we got up to Frank Robinson. I'm right there in front of Frank Robinson. Guess who stops by? Mickey Mantle. Mickey Mantle. He quit signing balls. So I wouldn't have got to meet Mickey unless I went into that other oh line. Oh my god. So I have Frank Robinson and Mickey Mantle on a signed baseball. Dude. Wow. Talk about all time safe, right? Beautiful. Oh, that is very hidden. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I've also met uh, Willie Mays. It's a couple G. What? Yeah. Yeah, dude, that Mickey with Mickey Mantle. Yeah. That 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 ball is probably worth quite a bit. Yes. 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 You have you got it uh, um, certified yet? Legit? What though? Like five? I mean, I don't know. I probably about five. <laughs> No, I have the ticket where Maybe. it was like... No, I mean certified, though. Oh, you mean send it to like PSA? Yeah. Is that what it's called? It's called PSA. That's yeah. not right. No. The DenverAutographs.com, they have PSA every once in a while. Yeah. You need to do that. That'll like raise the price even more. No, it doesn't it see certified. daylight. It stays in the safe. Good. Good. I've been to one professional sports game in my life. Wait, really? What? Yeah. Actually, no, three. I forgot. I went to two Nuggets games and one Bronco game. So, unfortunately, that's it. That's it. So unfortunately, last year I went to like 20 something Rockies games. Oh, wait. Yeah. I forgot they count as professional sports teams. Huh? The uh, Rockies? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I've been to a couple of their games. <laughs> I mean, not anymore. I mean, touche, but, but yeah. 
Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I've never met anybody famous. I met you. Don Drysdale at a Dodger. I got an odd one. San Diego game. I got a weird one. I went to, I've been to, I think, two or three UFC fights. And I was walking. It was Mandalay Bay, Vegas. Hmm. And I came back from Iraq. I was a civilian contractor. Never wore a uniform. And I was Mandalay Bay walking out from the stadium in, in like the, the passageway, some corridor. And I hear, a, I hear a commotion and a ruckus. Hear a commotion and a ruckus. And these people are walking through. And there's a big crowd. And then there are these two big dudes. And there's this big, tall, skinny white dude with an afro. And then this other dude, a little bit shorter than him, had this big-ass top hat with makeup on. I'm like, who are these a-holes walking around with all these sexy women? <laughs> Next thing you know, I find out months later, they're tap-out. Tap-out? Mask Lewis? Yeah, very eccentric dudes. And Skyscrape. Dude, I, I saw them before they were famous on TV. I saw Tap Out before they were famous. Huh. But Charles Mask Lewis walked right by me. Right by me. And he was just talking with these girls. and like, hey, let's go, let's go. And Skyscrape, he's like six, 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 four, right behind him. <laughs> and they were just having a good old time with all these beautiful women. Yeah. So, yeah, I saw that one time. <laughs> see. Weird one. Um, uh, Rob Zombie. So we're gonna stop talking about uh, greatest of all times and yeah, just I just guess, try to like I guess so. ace up each other yeah, on who know, we've met. You want to know what it is? Here's the thing: is that everybody's perspective of what is greatness is going to be different. No, but that's why I thought it'd be an interesting yeah. conversation to kind of go back and forth with a little yeah. bit because that it is like you've mentioned two bodybuilders, right? Right. Supreme weightlifters, however you want to look at it, Mr. Olympians. You know? I don't even like fighting, and I mentioned Muhammad, Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali is going to come to a lot of people's minds. I you think Jordan's going to come to a lot of people's minds. Yeah, Tiger's yeah. going to come to a lot of people's minds, right. probably. Tiger's got to be in there. I actually, Jordan, and I've got Jordan and Bill Russell, and you could argue for um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar at the same time, all three in a top five because of what they did at different points in time. Yeah. Um, but I just, Serena, I think, easily goes on my list. For what she's done as, I mean, when you put tennis on the map, as a as a national viewing pastime that people will do if she's playing in finals and stuff, you're on a different level than of what you've accomplished for something. Just like you said Wait, about Tiger. So would you put Magic Johnson in there just because of the AIDS awareness? No. He put out there? Because I don't or think he HIV. did a lot of I don't think he did a lot of public AIDS awareness situations. I think he tried no, to just yeah. well, bow out, keep it to himself. We don't. I don't know. That's, actually, think, that's not very fair though, because you have to comprehend the stigma surrounding that virus at the time. Oh, why, I very why well do. Put yourself I, out there. I was, yeah. When that so I mean, that's what I'm saying. He was well like do. the first one really to come out and say I have HIV. He did, but after that, I feel like he kind of took a backseat from the spotlight of that situation instead of bringing more awareness to it. I think he funded quite a bit of awareness. He, he might have. Behind the scenes, but very well we might have. with that yeah. disease. You know, I mean, do we really hear about it that much anymore? No, it was a big thing at the time. I know it was a big thing. Easy E, that's our Easy E was right around the same time, yeah. was he not? He yeah. didn't like, have the same was, doctors yeah. that Magic had, though. Easy he didn't was, have the same. Easy money was Magic like had. at least ten years earlier. Was it? Oh yeah, dude. It was uh, 80s. Magic was ninety two. Easy would have been late eighties, early nineties. Easy was like barely alive when <laughs> I was listening to rap. <laughs> Late 80s, early 90s. Dude, yeah. NWA came out in what, like 88? Yeah, something like that. So Easy's probably even more mid-90s, actually. Probably. No. Yeah, and no, I think you're right on that. Um, Somebody fact check it. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I will make a comment, though, because like to me, when it comes to, like, um, to any individual, whether it's sports figure or whatever the case is, 
I give so much more credit to people who overcome themselves as opposed to make a name for a sport. You know what I mean? Like I, I will agree with you, but in my 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 personal opinion, sure. to be on a top five greatest of all time, it's not just what you did outside. It's it's what you did while you were doing that that allowed you the platform to do it. Yeah. Because you can be a bench player and go out and be activist all you want. Sure. But you're not going to carry the same weight. You're not going to have the same bravado and you're not going to get the same following. Right. That, I mean, all honesty, LeBron could go on this list because of what he, he built a school. K through 12, isn't it? I'm yeah. pretty sure it's kindergarten to high school. So and I, it I, gives you college scholarships when you graduate. Like, I do like that's that. That's a huge thing. For LeBron, I mean, I like LeBron as a person for what he's doing. But until you get jumped for your shoes on the street, you ain't a great. I'm telling you right now. Hey, I understand what you're saying. Right? I Jordan's mean, on a different level. Different of, level. So here's something that might blow your guys' minds. Pele. All know the name. Yep. Know the name. I don't know who that is. You really? Yeah. Pele? He's a soccer, soccer player. player. Oh, Football. Okay. He won four World Cups. That's cool. Played for Brazil. The biggest sport in the world. And what he did outside of football when he retired for local communities in Brazil and things of that nature yep. could easily go on this list. So then you put Pacquiao in there then? Mm, I see where you're going with that. I mean... But... He's an activist for the Philippines and what he's doing there. I mean, he's not just an activist. Well, yeah, he's, a, he's a governor right? now. Yeah, yeah, he's in the politics. Too. Uh, yeah. And he's put a lot of the money he's made back into his country. I mean, here's why I here's why I won't put him on the list. Okay, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. What you're saying going and changing your country is not as admirable as starting a school? Absurd. No, that's not what I'm saying. Well, I'm saying I mean, why I wouldn't necessarily LeBron. why I, mean, I and I like I like the thought because it's not one I had thought about. But just off the top of my head, what I would say is during his career while he was a great boxer, he's not one of the greatest of all time, and a lot of that is because of the way some people say he ducked fights the same way Mayweather ducked fights. Unfortunately for him, though, he's not undefeated. Mayweather is. So he gets in that conversation of greatest boxer of all time where Pacquiao does not. And the most selfish. I mean, <laughs> say what you want about that. But I'm, I wouldn't put – I wouldn't put – Mayweather would not go on my top five greats of all time. I know. What that guy is outside the ring is not somebody you would want representing you in any way. Dude, the guy doesn't even wear the same underwear. You know that, right? He literally only buys brand new underwear. He never wears the same pair of underwear. Good twice. for him. He's got a lot of money. Do yeah. what you want with it. He, he has to be. Saying. He has to be in the conversation one of the best boxers of all time because sure. he's defeated. Even though his personality outside the ring or whatever he does outside the ring, you mm -hmm. know, people are not going to look at it because the media is always going to try to flip what he does as something that's going to be outlandish or even something negative because of his attitude. Is like I don't care. Yeah, for sure. He's won and lost a lot of money betting. Sports betting is definitely his vice. Yeah. Huh. Is he friends with Pete Rose? <laughs> that dude's got a lot of money. He's fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, if he runs out, he just is going to fight another McGregor or something and, yeah. and walk away with 50 mil and he'll be fine again. He has all of his gym franchises coming out too. Yeah. So. That dude's not worried about yeah. wasting a bunch of money gambling, I assure you. That's probably tax write-offs. He's like, I'm just going to lose a few million, make my taxes a little less. Help reduce your gains. Yep. The hotel needed a donation. <laughs> Maybe less than my tax bracket. What's so, next? What's yep. next? You say any more nonsense or? Oh, that wasn't nonsense. That was sports. Easy. Sports, sports kind of. It's the greatest of all time conversation. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, you're We right. can come back and have that like every month. I mean. 
Well, I don't there's a lot to, to talk about. Month, I know. But there's, there's... Well, real quick, before we move on, would you guys put Brady in that conversation? Would he go on like a top five greatest of all time conversation? Only for his sport. Yeah, I would say so, for his sport. It's funny because Peyton's actually a bigger, widely known athlete than Brady is. Is he? Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. I Worldwide, Peyton Manning. Is I bet more people Peyton's know Brady worldwide though. than Peyton. I don't. Think you have so. to remember he's married to Giselle, dude. Who cares, dude? You, She's the biggest know. supermodel so in the world. I don't think you understand what that does for advertising dollars. Oh my god, you really think people are out there and be like, I can't wait to see who the next up. Why do you think is? she had more money than him, dude? Because worldwide notoriety. That is a huge. She thing. did. She did have that. You're attached to that. I feel like more people worldwide would know you than they would Peyton Manning. I disagree. I don't think again. So. He's going to parties on yachts in Monaco. That is a different level. Yeah, because I want the hottest Brazilian chick of all time on my boat. Her husband's got to come with her. Like I don't. Right. So a bunch of those hey, rich dudes hey, may have no idea who Peyton hey, is, but they know Tom Brady is Giselle's wife. I think we can figure this out, Caleb. Tell me your top three favorite. Commercials. I said it right. Hey, hold on, real quick. Tell me your top three favorite commercials of Tom Brady. That's American dollars, dude. Tom Brady does advertising don't, worldwide. Don't care. I'm asking. What, can, you, can, I mean, you, can you even name one? With Tom Brady? Yeah. No. Okay. All right. Moving on. But he does a bunch of commercials in Japan and oh. China and Italy and England. and Advertising what? I have no idea. Watches and underwear. Is what and I'm asking. Ugg slippers. I'm just saying everybody knows Peyton Manning's commercials. In right? the United States. Yeah, but who cares what other... It's American football, dude. <laughs> in America, more people yeah, know and like, like Peyton Manning than yes, Tom Brady. Yes, but I'm saying worldwide, I bet more people know Tom Brady than they do Peyton well, Manning. You know, we don't I think have you might the, be surprised. We don't by have that. the international translators to figure that out. So I'm going to assume that Peyton Manning is probably a little <laughs> bit more known than Tom Brady. Fair. And we're not even talking about like who's better. Just yeah, yeah, and under, who's got I'm, more I'm notoriety? Just, yeah, absolutely. I mean, dude, like was in Papa John's, man. Or Papa Murphy's. I don't even know. Which Papa John's one. even told him like, John's, "Yo, dude, he sold, he sold sell this all. out before yeah, yeah. You, sell this out before I go crazy." Now Shaq's up in there, so Shaq is on the board. Like he's yeah, yeah. like he tried to buy the whole damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> so here's uh, Shaq's no joke, dude. Here's Brady's endorsements: Under Armour, UGG, Tagging Hewer, Howard. Yeah, yeah. UGG, huh? That makes sense. UGG and Austin Martin. Aston Martin. That's a good one. I think Tom Brady actually had an Aston Martin like special series. There was like eight of them made. Really? Yeah, it was like a Tom Brady Aston Martin. That's pretty dope. That is pretty dope because Aston Martin's like my dream. Like, if I made crazy, insane money that I could just go buy like a three hundred thousand dollars know, like sports car. I'm a huge fan of Maserati. I've never really liked Maserati. I like Maseratis, Maseratis and McLarens. McLarens are sick. Yeah. McLarens are sick for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know Cisco. We got it. No, no, not about the cars. I got something to say about <laughs> Peyton Manning and. Oh, I thought we were gonna go with the McLaren. Oh no, I I'm, forgot I'm, that picture. <laughs> Wait, we're talking I'm, about I'm, favorite I'm, cars. I'm Lambo. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, Lambo fan. I own Lambo's my favorite car. So we got Manning and Brady, right? Yeah. I'm a well, army brat. Army brat. When you're international and you and you live in another country, you only see what's popular in the United States on European TV. Now, um, man, how can I say this without sounding messed up? Stereotypically, look at the face of Peyton Manning. Look at the face of Brady. 
that makes sense. Yeah. Peyton Manning. One, one looks like they used to box, and the other one doesn't. <laughs> exactly. Peyton Manning looks like. Peyton Manning looks like. Hey, he, he's I gotta been, say, Peyton Manning looked better younger than Tom Brady did. Dude, Peyton Manning looks like he's been kicked in the face by by a couple cows. Oh man. And Brady looks like he's been chiseled, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By a couple things. Right. So they made him an aesthetically sure. European. Brady's gonna be. Yeah, that makes more, sense. More famous sure. worldwide, you know, than Peyton Manning. Whose face and his voice, you know, is low and he speaks slow and, and everything. And Brady is just a um, little different. So <laughs> worldwide, it's always, I think for me, it's going to be different internationally. With, with, with the look on the face. Because of what people have been trained to believe what, uh, what an American is. Especially a, a, a white Caucasian American football player, quarterback. Sure. Well, right. What yeah. I can say about Tom Brady now is um, before I think I wanted to hang out with Peyton more. But after watching the Super Bowl... You mean the parade? Super Bowl parade? Yeah, <laughs> the boat parade. The boat now parade. Now you're on Tom Brady's bandwagon. Eh? Now I'm on Tom the, Brady's the, bandwagon. The stories from the Super Bowl party at Von Miller's house and his basement with Peyton are pretty darn good, man. You might you might enjoy that. <laughs> They're both good old boys. I heart that just want to drink some Tom beer Brady and hang out. Did Tom Brady ever issue that apology? Hmm. Never. What does he need to issue an apology for? Never. I'm just saying. I the Super Bowl trophy. I do throwing it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys hear about what happened with that? Did we talk about that last? last yeah, week? that's what we're yeah, talking yeah. about right now, yeah. dude. We talked about it last week. We Keep did. up. I think it was. Did you listen to the podcast last week? Probably not, because you didn't hear the error you made. No, but it's been a crazy I'm week. It's ran together a little bit, but yeah, I remember bringing that up. Where the daughter of the Super Bowl trophy maker. When you're up yeah, at three a.m., you have Tom time. Brady threw it. Like she had some place to say anything about a trophy that her dad neither made, right, nor she. I don't care if you designed it 50 years ago. Like, did you win it? They, they like, won that trophy. They can do what they damn want. Damn right. right. How come she didn't say anything when uh, Gronk used it as a baseball bat? Oh, because, you know, that was She didn't Boston, know the right so. social media platform to complain when that, about it. When that happens in Boston, dude, you don't say anything. But because they're in Tampa, now she's allowed to speak out. Yeah, she's probably a Patriots fan. That's why it was like it was not. It was it was OK when the trophy got dented. Throwing it on a boat, you know. I don't know like, who. Nope, owns, nope, that's where I draw the line. I don't know who owns the Plus bucks. They caught it. I, mean, you know what I mean, and they did catch it. Yeah. No idea who owns the bucks, but I'm pretty sure that if he got caught in a a nice massage parlor like Glazer Robert family. Kraft, he wouldn't get out of it. Robert Kraft runs in some different circles. I think it's so. the Glazer family that owns the bucks right now. I don't sure. know what they do, but not like, right, not a, not with Bill Glazer, right? Like that association. I don't know. Let's see what our good friend. Here's Google the thing, says. though, that my my personal opinion that I've always thought. Shut the, up, Karen. the more quiet the owner is, <laughs> Shut up, Karen. for the most part, the more quiet the owner is, the more wealth they have and not riches. Sure. That's kind of a theory I've always had running. Yeah. Bill, Bill, uh, Balmer is the only exception to that rule. Huh. <laughs> when you can buy a sports franchise cash, you're on a different level than everybody else. Interesting. So yeah. any other Balmer's billions, billions, like second, third richest man in the world at one time, wasn't he? Steve yeah. Balmer, Microsoft. Anything else in the world of sports here? World wow. of sports, anything? Yeah, there's a ton, Pinky. How much more do you guys want to talk about? Because there's at least one more Just thing a we little to bit. discuss. Just a little well, bit. I see we get into football and we start talking about the winch trade. Well, well, easy. We will. We will. But Dude. All-Star Weekend's coming up for the NBA. Hate there's it. a lot of people who Hate think it. it shouldn't even happen. Where do you guys stand? I think we already talked enough about basketball I, with uh, Jordan. I don't. 
<laughs> with everything with COVID, there's no reason to have it. There's just not. They should just play, what is it, uh, NBA? There's 2K? no reason to put these guys at risk for an all-star game right now. There's just not. And it's literally just a pickup basketball game. They run up and down Wait, the court. No defense. You think they're at more risk going and playing each other in a closed environment, basically, than it is for them to all go their separate ways for a weekend? Yes. <laughs> really? You're still putting all that into a Petri dish. I mean, they don't need to be there. Who are all getting tested with all their medical staffs. They don't all need to be there. How many of these dudes have already had issues where their team had to sit them because they went to the club the night before? We can all be honest. Nobody cares about an, an all-star game. Especially the NBA one where the both teams score like 150 points. Like, There's no defense. It's not really a game. It is Who now. It's shit? competitive now because of the way they changed the format last year. Yeah, nobody cares. Oh, so I guess I'm not even going to talk about the way the fourth quarter is handled. All right, cool. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't think it's pretty they should. interesting and unique. I think it's worth it, but we can I don't keep think they should on, have it. I guess. That's me. I don't think they should have it. In a normal year, perfectly fine. Sure, why not? I probably even watch a couple minutes just because it's it is fun, but they shouldn't be doing it. So I honestly sit on the fence on this, and I, I I have a hard time moving off one way or the other. One, I think there's no reason not to. Uh, in all honesty, I don't think there's any people are starting to get back to normalcy somewhat. I do believe they're safer if they're all going to this than if they all go home and go their separate ways and kind of do whatever they want for a weekend. You're probably not wrong on that. Um, but at the same, and it's for the fans. I mean, that's strictly what it's for. It is for the fans. But if the fans, fans can't really come, I mean, <laughs> well, there's no fans allowed in. But it's still, it's it's the it's okay. a so. But again, how many fans are going to sit and watch it? A ton. So they're still getting what they wanted as that entertainment, that that value to bring people together because they always watch the dunk contest or they always watch the three point. Like that's what they did growing Isn't up with their dad. Like the All Star Game pretty much just like NBA's community service. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you Ooh, answer that. That's rough. <laughs> I mean, I was just curious. I mean, it's usually a huge event yeah. every year. The the fan interaction, they like. Honestly, I think even you, SP, would have fun going to their fan interaction zone on All Star Weekend. Maybe, yeah. yeah. I think I, I think he. The amount of things fun. they set up that make it very fan centric. The NBA does better than anybody else. Again, it goes back to they promote their stars and it not is. necessarily the game itself, right? So, yeah. so when you can do that, the amount of things you're able to fan interact with is a lot more. Me and you did go to the uh, the one in Denver, one. yeah, yep. and it was awesome. Is that when uh, Iverson played? Where he had a, he had a user, Russ played for that sounds right. Yeah, that does sound right. But I can't remember for sure. So I but do have something hockey related. <laughs> Sorry. I, All right, I guess we're done with basketball. Continue. Go right ahead, Pinky. <laughs> well, what what else besides All Star Game? It's in basketball land. <laughs> Uh, I mean, MB going off for a career night. That was Jamal nice. 50. Murray going off for he put up 50, fifty, and Murray put up fifty. Looks like he's starting to get. Cons- I mean, there's a lot of storylines in the NBA. Murray might be getting back to Dame Dolly getting snubbed from the All Star game, and Luca starting. Dame's probably the best point guard in the league right now. Yeah, I mean, Luca's on name right now, but he's the face. He's damn trying. good, but Lu- Dame the face is probably they're the trying best to push. point guard in the NBA. Yeah, but they're trying. They're trying to. It's push fan Luka. voting. It's fan voting. I mean, I get that, but. I mean, dang. Yes, there's a lot of NBA we could. I mean, I've got more. Do you want to keep? Yeah, or man, do you just want to go on. on to your NHL? Nice. Nobody else I is play, saying a word. I played Murray on that game. Oh, you're gonna pipe up here all of a sudden with basketball, like a little fantasy? Well, I look at it. After <laughs> I actually had my Murray. opponent this week text me and be like, "Set a set a lineup," and I was like, 
I did, and then everybody got postponed and didn't play. That's the other thing that's happened. A lot of guys are missing time, injuries, and COVID protocols. And I mean, the Nets have only had, I think it's seven games where all three of them have played together this yeah. season. Yes, there's a lot of story. Steph is playing MVP style right now, like just going off on people. Absurd. Like His, his stroke is on point right now. His handles, it's not just, I mean, that dude is crazy good. And he's showing people why he was an MVP. Unanimous, only in history, MVP. Duke and Ball. Yes, there's plenty. But maybe one day you guys will come around just enough to have hey, somewhat I'm, of a conversation. I'm interested. Keep rolling. <laughs> what do you got, buddy? It's just fun year. I know, just enough to get Anthony in trouble, Dave, so. Anthony Davis went down. He's I mean, like without him, the Lakers four, are not repeating. He's out four to six weeks. Yeah, Achilles. Which you ain't those, playing with that. Once you hurt that Achilles, like, very few come back from it. But right now, Durant's not sitting because of his Achilles. He's sitting because of protocols and stuff. So he's looking real good this year. It's one of the few that come back from Achilles that looks good. That's a tough injury to come back from. Heck yeah, it is. Heck yeah, it is. Not only me. I don't know anything about. This. All right, move on. So hockey. What do you want to talk about? Hockey? I just wanted to talk about how. Um, all of the Avalanche fans in the room. I think there's two or three of us, maybe. Or at least we care about the Avalanche. I like the Avalanche. Avalanche I don't yeah. follow you hockey know, at you all. You know what's weird? Is that seemed like more of a stretch statement than the first one. I was trying to see if anybody's going anybody gonna to latch <laughs> on. Well, I actually have comment. something to talk about with the Avs that I was going to bring up. So I'm waiting to see where you go with this. So they, they went on break for a little while for COVID protocols. I don't know if they actually had anybody had COVID, but they played a team that like a lot of the team got COVID. So then they kind of sat the Avs for precautions. Avs finally got back in it. They've played three straight games against the Golden Knights of Las Vegas. Today's game was That's in where I Lake, was going to go. All right. This is kind of a cool story. Actually. Lake Tahoe. It was one of the outdoor games, one of the annual NHL outdoor it games. Is, if you look at the pictures, it is fantastic. It is beautiful. Beautiful at this location that they're at uh-huh. in Lake Tahoe. Some idiot didn't plan accordingly that if we play this game at like noon, the sun might be too high oh and melt the ice. Oh. Was not cold enough to keep it frozen. They they played a quarter. They played three quarters in hockey, if you didn't know, Aaron. Periods. 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 Thank you. Three quarters, but thanks for the yeah. education. <laughs> I knew there were three, okay, Everybody Aaron? knew where he's going, guys. Give Pinky a break. There was three, okay? <laughs> they got through one. They had to call the game. They're going to start at 10 They didn't call it. They postponed it until tonight at 10 p.m., 10 p.m. hoping the restarting. ice can get back to the conditions they need it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's somebody's job to make so, sure your ice is frozen? Which doesn't make no, sense. No, 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 no. Hang on. This is an outdoor game, so there's only so much you can do to yeah. keep the ice frozen, okay? You can't really install a system so, underneath it like you would in an arena. Last year's outdoor game was here at the Air Force Academy. It was awesome. It's awesome. But they played it a little bit later into the day. And right? they got lucky with the weather, and it happened to be 30. Okay. It, they were they were worried it might be a little warmer, but it stayed about 30. Um, and the sun wasn't out. It, it was actually just, an overcast 30 in Colorado. moved it to Austin, man. They played out on the street. Oh, that's cold. Right now, yes. Cold. That's cold. Yeah. It's funny. I've got some folks in San Antonio from USA, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they send me um, some pictures and everything. And I'm just like, man, that's like my Wednesday. Like, I don't. Yeah, I know, right? Like, we're expected to show up to work during that. 
<laughs> At least we didn't have a mayor who was like, fend for yourself. <laughs> right. Yeah. What was that? Yeah. Or I'm going to Cancun. See ya. Yeah. That one mayor thing was I like, did I'm see, out. One thing I did see that made me laugh is somebody's like, well, I'd like to see Northerners deal with 112 in humidity. I was like, I mean, we might not have air conditioning because we don't deal with it, but you guys had heat. Right. And then your power system broke down. Yeah. How does it not break down when you're all running air conditioners, though? That's what I'm. Right. That that's what kind of blew my. It's not like it was now, an overload on the again, power. Again, this grid. is like that one in a hundred year storm that hit. One hundred and twenty years to be exact. Yeah. <laughs> so was it just from the cold and the wind? Because they have hurricanes too that seem to the power grid seems the to last cold, better. The extreme that. cold. It was cold. Yeah. It's just it just it's something that crossed deal, my mind that was like, like how gotten, is this. They've gotten some snow from time to time. Like they have ice bit. storms down there, don't they? I mean, that's got to be pretty cold. Wasn't it a Not balmy a lot, 18 degrees was the low? It was, yeah. That, <laughs> I mean, that we, was, we were at like uh, negative 12. So. Uh, yeah, we I thought like I mean, negative 16. Um, well, when I went to work on So, I mean, Friday, I'm being serious here. Like, what does our power grid do differently than their power grid as far as it's... Apparently it works. <laughs> wouldn't they all be installed the same, though? Like... <laughs> Is there a, a below zero power grid that people it, it's have? It's because we use charcoal. And well, they, they, hey, Texas, of, we're, was like we're praying for you. Theirs was solar and turbine. Well, only it, like, it was like a 12 big mix of Really? Planet. Too much a, renewable that just didn't... It was only 12% is what I heard. That's what they're blaming. Well, well I'm, I'm a truck driver, and I do hazmat. Uh-huh. And even truck drivers, truck drivers had a hard time with the below zero because the grease on the fifth wheel where the, uh, the, uh, the, the box or the tanker connects to... Yeah. The uh, the cold froze the grease and wouldn't allow the teeth to grab the the kingpin. Oh. So a lot of guys were dropping their trailers because it was so cold. Because the grease is not made. It would just freeze, so it, it would it never would lock. It wouldn't lock, so the, it it would freeze the teeth open. And if you were released, you were done. Yeah, you because it so was never going to clamp. It, yeah, it, back it wouldn't down close again. because there wasn't lubrication. Because brutal, it, it's frozen. It was frozen open. Now that, was, frozen that, closed. that was what do here, people though, in Alaska right? do? Like, how are they surviving? Almost year round in some of this stuff. Yeah, I, I, I mean, they what are they for doing? It? Differently? I've seen ice road truckers. <laughs> I'm just well, gonna step that's in Canadian, real quick. Canadian, but yeah, same concept, dude. Same. I'm with you there. Like, what are they? How are they still driving around and running? I'm, I'm gonna step in real quick with an alert for any of those UFC oh, fight fans oh, out there. Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis KO'd Blades. Yes. Awesome. A minute and a half in the first round. Uppercut. <laughs> if if you've not. Heavyweight division. Derek Lewis is literally the guy. I know. I just said. Uh, they call him the Black Beast. Black Beast. He literally just goes in. I'm gonna, I am gonna. don't care about form. I don't care about grappling. Thanks. I don't care about jiu-jitsu. Hasn't that dude got lit up a couple times? He does, yeah. yeah he will get like, lit up. Uh, but when he goes in and he just unleashes on you, that's it. That's it. It's over. It's awesome. Yes. Blade, right. Blades isn't anything special. I mean, he had won a couple multiple fights, and he was—he has more takedowns than anybody in the heavyweight division. Yeah, it's so, not. You were again. The, the thought was he would be able to take him down. And let's then wear him let's out. let him fight Jones so we can see an all-time knockout. Jones is in the heavyweight he, division he, now. He'd come at Jones, and he would just get smoked. I, I don't know, man. That's like who dudes who challenged Silva in his prime, and they came at him, and he just laid him down. Well, Silva, good night. Silva, even in his forties, is still a weird guy to hit because he moves like a spider. He moves really weird. Derek Lewis, though, is such a big individual; like he will literally just come smash your face because he doesn't care about getting hit. Yeah, that's why he would get lit up. He would get lit up, but he that's doesn't what I'm care. Saying, like the if good he hits you with that big gonna... hammer, yeah, but he's 
his, he's not like he's real quick. His, his fists aren't like furies or anything. It's just I agree it's, with it's that. like this sluggish like bomb that somehow people just don't avoid. But it's they have he's never really beaten anybody of name. He beats just enough to keep getting main event fights. People like watching this guy fight. Until until I see him actually do something against somebody of, of noteworthy accomplishment, like who's well, actually a, a fighter. These guys were both top five in the heavyweight division. So well, the heavyweight division it, is kind of light right now, let's be honest. There's a reason Jones decided to move up because he knew he could do something. We'll see. It's, it's not because there's a huge hit. That dude's not fighting Brock Lesnar, and Brock Lesnar isn't even an all-time great. Mm-hmm. And Jones would not fight Brock Lesnar. Let's be honest here. Jones would he not fight. He would dodge fight. that shit. Yes. But most guys, Jones' size would would dodge fighting Lesnar because Lesnar's the guy that's just like, I am bigger than you. I will put you on the ground and I will just smash. Yeah, my- but it, Jones should be able to beat him. But even he wouldn't want to fight Brock. You, there's something about like Brock literally cut just enough to get under the weight limit to fight. And then he's back up like to 285. Yeah, he was a little, he had just enough of that. Is this dude actually psycho that people kind of lost their mind to? He was certainly questionable. Just a gigantic individual. <laughs> you remember, uh, Lesnar fought Couture. Yeah. yeah. And Couture, yeah. Ready Couture is probably one of the best fighters that Brock oh, Lesnar yeah. fought. Oh, yeah. yeah. And who won that fight? Lesnar. Yeah, exactly. Just out of pure but size he, and muscle. He, yeah. It was yeah. just pure size well, and, he, and well, he was one of the most. He was one of the most decorated collegiate wrestlers there was. Oh, yeah. he is. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, so. what he did at Iowa was absurd. Or Minnesota, I mean, sorry. And for a guy what he did that there was size to yeah. move like that is Absolutely pretty, absurd. Yeah. Pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um. So let's be honest though, Couture is kind of more of a light heavy than he is a heavyweight. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Like, like yeah. he's and he's nowhere. He's nowhere the fighter. I mean, so he's one of the all-time original greats. He didn't have to. He's he's he was he's, certainly not. He's in no his Silva so, or. No, no, no. He had to cut weight to make two hundred five. He didn't have to do any cutting to make <laughs> heavyweight. It was just his normal weight. Right, but that's what I mean. When you're two thirty as a heavyweight and you're fighting somebody who ballooned back up to two eighty five. That's going to suck, especially if you're yes. both grapplers. Right. Correct. Yeah, yeah. That That's not going to be a fun day because eventually, no matter how good of a grappler he, you are, that Randy lasted a little much. bit longer than I thought he would in that fight. Oh, and can I uh, give you guys a little tidbit? Because I had to look it up because I what? was a bit curious. What? So the whole power outage situation, what actually happened is the fact that they had technical issues and they're on an independent grid where they do not allow power to come in from out of state. Oh, so in other words, all of snap. that would have been fixed. So, so they're they not buying buy, anything back. They can't buy power. Right. Oh. So they literally sanctioned themselves off to their own little grid. You know what right? a bunch of Texans are rethinking today? Well, and that succession. Heard- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I heard like their generators freeze up because they're yeah. outside and ours are covered. So, but right. when you're not buying power from out of state, like we can get it. Yeah. Well, your first thought isn't we should cover these when it's 115. Exactly. Outside. I mean, there's you know there's I mean? a lot of things that yeah. it was unfortunate. And also, right. they're they're not used to having treated diesel, because I, I deal with diesel all the time. Sure. Being in hazmat, and we have to add additive to yeah, the diesel blue, so it doesn't yeah, yeah. freeze. So it's, it's so they don't know it doesn't gel up exactly. and stuff so for they sure. Have no additive. Exactly. So, so the moment it hits 40 degrees. Not even freezing yet. It's going to gum the hell I up. I mean, one of the reasons a lot yeah. of people have diesel up in Alaska is because they can plug that shit in and leave it running like 24-7. Exactly. It doesn't burn as fast as gas. <laughs> uh, so then, gallons you know, a long time. I mean, I've heard those stories all the time. It's very true, bro. Very true. Yeah. So, yeah, that's unfortunate. That is uh, a little bit <laughs> They might be rethinking that. 
Uh, yeah. It's just what I'm saying. And I think that they, they might add. They might. That buy, union's looking real good right now. Yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll probably buy a thousand gallon tank of additive just in case right. they have it on here. I tell you what, though, it worked really good for 90 years. Yeah, no joke, though. That's why. That's why the family. Right? Yeah. That's why the family. Uh, no, they, I don't they, know. They did it in 1930. Oh, nice. Yeah, exactly. That's not good. That's why the family out on the farm in Nebraska, I mean, it gets below zero there on a regular basis but a lot of them on those farms will run their own huge ass like 500 gallon propane tanks and stuff yeah yeah Five thousand gallon i don't even know they're huge probably a lot whatever big, they yeah. are big, big. Yeah, that's um but yeah i mean they've the amount of livestock nebraska's lost here recently i don't know if you guys heard about the the below zero negatives that they dealt with for weeks Oof. uh trying to keep cattle alive and Man. i hope that just, meat didn't go to waste Dude, it's not good. Like, legit, though, not good. Hmm. Buy uh, your meat now, guys. So, yeah. Start in your freezer. This storm has been kind of circulating and going now for a little bit across the country. Too soon. Too soon. Sorry. Sorry. I didn't hear him, so I'm just going to keep moving on. <laughs> he said, what I think the meat's got? already frozen. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> for sure. What else we got? Big insurance claims that we might get. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there goes. Oh, my. yeah, for sure. You're taking pennies on the dollar on that shit, though. Unfortunately, compared to what you got on the open market. Yeah. Unfortunately. Get while the getting good. A lot of the country's dealing with some issues right now. Texas. No joke. We're praying for you. Midwest, Northeast is about to get hit. Yeah. Hope everybody stays safe. It's been crazy because it's been a pretty mild winter for us for out us here. It has, yeah. And then to see like everybody else is just getting slammed. It I would say crazy. for snow wise, it's been pretty mild, but it's been pretty cold the last yeah. month. Well, I mean, yeah. we go through that every five yeah, years. Yeah, there's or so. always a, like a cold snap that comes in. But. So there is. someone who works in the cold every day of his life, it's been pretty cold the last month, more than I can remember. Oh yeah, for sure. Previous years. I mean, when I wake up and it's like nine degrees, that's not common so, in Colorado. I know it's really cold when my heater kicks on below my feet while I'm. Taking phone Here's calls. what I'll say. This is I'm kind like, of man. It's I, cold out there. <laughs> kind of being younger here in Colorado, late '80s, early '90s. I kind of actually remember some weather like this, and then the springs were a lot of rain. So, but it wasn't yeah. the cold like this. It I mean, was this, though. That's no, what I'm talking about. No. It was super mild, but it was just. I don't remember. Cold. I just remember like a couple years ago, we had like a cold snap that came in where we were like negative for like two weeks. I remember that, but look, as somebody like who who has it's a tendency to though. always be cold, I remember the ones that are just like real bad, where I couldn't like play outside because I just could not stay warm, no matter how many layers I was yeah. wearing. So, I just for some reason that popped in my mind when it was that cold. I remember having this really rainy spring, and I was just thinking how awesome that would be because we haven't, we haven't seen had one of a lot those of those in a while. while. Yeah, except yeah. for that year, it like flooded in May. Right. Yeah. That was like two years ago. Yeah. No, it was a couple years ago. More than that, because I remember because Andy had to like dig out like trenches around his house because of where his house was it was that more sucks. than it was more than like yeah. two years ago it was, it was nasty but yeah i mean we, i mean we do live in a mountain desert so yeah absolutely we're gonna run into that problem when you have yeah. any kind of clay in your soil exactly for sure um but yeah you know it's been cold when it's 32 degrees and you're like it's actually pretty nice today right 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 yeah, yeah for sure exactly. that's how it was the other day I was <laughs> that's like, how cold 30. it has been yeah. exactly it was nice i, I was like uh, monday or tuesday it was like 32 out i'm like man it's a heat wave that's out shorts here. wearing weather oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah even i even i thought it was warm for that that first day after that yeah, cold snap we it's had it's been really cold in the mornings Again, as long as it's not like five, I'm wearing shorts. What's funny though is when it hits like negative ten, negative fifteen, like it did a couple nights in a row. Yeah. Taking out the dogs, like I almost, and that's the scary part about when it gets so cold. You actually feel warmer than it is when it's like five or six. Yeah. 
for that Until first initial because it's so <laughs> cold, you don't even realize what's happening to you. I agree. Um, when I was in a civilian contract in the Middle East, I got used to 110, 120, <laughs> like repeatedly. <laughs> and I, was, I wasn't sweating. This is the reason why I wear Under Armour all the time because I sweat easily, even in the cold. And then when it would hit 80, Hit us up, 70, Under Armour. We got you. <laughs> <laughs> when it would hit 80, 70 degrees, everybody was freezing. So it's the same thing when it's continuously 10, yeah. 20 degrees. It'll get to 5. You're like, shit. And then it'll get up to 30, 32. We're like, yeah, I'm wearing a T-shirt today. Yeah. The same thing when it's 70 degrees and it's cold and 110 is kind of hot. See, I grew yeah. up in a town outside of Palm Springs where it was like 115 every day in the summer. Mm. And I remember being like 67 degrees and you're freezing your ass off. Yeah. I, I went down to Phoenix in the middle of the summer a couple years ago. It was the first time I decided to bring my clubs. What a waste. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. That would be oh, me. Yeah, yeah. Yo, be I, me. Thought, I, I literally thought I could sneak off at like 530. Um, get out there and, and hit some balls, be on it's the course by like six, 90. play nine. Yeah. Dude, by the time 6.30 rolled around, it was like 90. Jeez. And we were still waiting to get on the course. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm I'm going to give this a shot. I'm going to try to play nine before it gets – because, you know, if the sun's still low, yeah, yeah, okay, it's 90, it's 100, whatever. But cart, you got a little bit of shade. Like, I could try to get out real quick and play nine. No, no, no. I was done. <laughs> That's why in Arizona the golf rates are winter rates yep. in the summer. Winter rates? Yep. Yeah, because it's it's so hot that no one's going off yep, past no, ten o'clock. Everything before ten o'clock is usually booked and out. And you can't in go advance. late because the sun sets at eight thirty down there in the summer. Oh, it's and even, and guess what? Even in the middle of night, it's eighty degrees. One hundred and fifteen. Jesus. <laughs> until the sun goes down, so it's not like you have time to like you know unless you want to go play some night golf when it's like ninety five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, big mistake. I'll never do that the again. The only thing I ever experienced like that is when I was in Tunica, Mississippi, and we got out of the casino. Oh, that's humidity, though. That's humidity well, no, no, and no. heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got that's out, a whole different We got out level. of the casino at 3 in the morning. It was 93 degrees and 98% humidity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been was, in Nebraska when it's been nights and days that like that. That is awful. I don't it's miserable. How you feel heavy. Like you're yeah. instantly... All your clothes are instantly soaked from yeah. the air and your sweat. Yeah. Like, it's just miserable, dude. Right. You feel like you're being waterboarded everywhere you go. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I don't know how people farm in that weather. Legit, I don't know how people farm in that weather. I don't know, man. They're just used to it. They're weird breeds. Hey, does anybody want to hear a Cisco Pinky story? Oh, okay. Another story time? That's three tonight. I feel like because my boy story Cisco's in time. here, and I only get to see him so often. Yeah. I don't know if he's ever heard me tell this story. Uh-oh. So, my first Vegas trip... Is with my man Cisco here. Oh, shit. If he I'm looks at me and he starts uh, waving, like, cut be, this. <laughs> it's got to be 2001. Oh, God. Because no, I had just started dating I was, my wife. I was 21. So 21. Freaking. So 2002? Oh, man, you yeah, guys go that far back? 2002, yeah, I man. No idea. I had no idea. Yeah, so we go to, we go to, we go to Vegas, and it's... Pinky is the reason why I started lifting weights. Huh. My basement. In his basement. And he got mad at me because we were doing the same thing, eating the same thing, and I was getting stronger and bigger than him. Yeah, yeah. And he's a big old white boy, and I'm a short, fat Puerto Rican, and I was getting stronger than him. <laughs> it's because he's really short. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm long. It's, it's physics, guys. I will agree with Pinky because I feel the same way, you know. Working out like two years, and I feel like I'm just like, okay, I'm getting definitely more toned, but I'm not really getting any bigger. Dude. Yeah. I blow up when I hit the weights, man. Yeah. Yeah. As a, us short dudes, we just inflate. No. Well, Zach, you're not trying to lift to weights. You're not, you're not well, doing I'm, something I'm that puts on. No. No, no, no. You're not doing. You're not. You're, you're doing, not power you're, lifting. Your exercises no, 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 that no, no, you're no. doing and, and the, cross, the crossfit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're yeah. not. So 
<laughs> so we went to. But we'll, you're still trying to put on a little more mass. I'm in high school. You're not naturally just working out, but you're not. Yeah, what you're doing is not going to put on weight gains. Back to pinky story time. Back to the pinky. Pinky story time. My bad. So we're going to Vegas. My first trip. We're all 21 and having a good time. Mm-hmm. We've got Cisco. We've got my buddy Caleb with us. He's an actor that moved out to um, L.A. He was the best man it's at not my me. wedding. I don't know why he's pointing you, at me. <laughs> but it's a good name. It is. That's why uh, yeah, I named my true. son Caleb. Gotcha. Um, he had brought one of his friends, and then my ex-girlfriend was on the trip with us as well and it was what's <laughs> really funny this is before the movie the hangover okay so are you comparing your trip to the hangover no this is before that movie but I'm they, saying, are you they wrote that movie that? based on our trip okay this should be interesting <laughs> so, i've got a vegas like that too so, so we go to mine was more fear and loathing though unfortunately <laughs> that's what god did to us man we go to we go to studio 54 uh-huh. in mgm and Cisco, I think, had recently gotten back from one of his trips from, from Iraq. And, he, and we're in Studio 54, and he's literally buying the whole group. Yeah, I just came back from the Middle East, so I had a bunch of money. Incredible Hulks. <laughs> what are those? Incredible Hulk is hypnotic and Hennessy. Huh. Yeah, it, it turns, turns green. Yeah, it turns green, yeah. <laughs> okay. So most of us are pretty poor, and so we're drinking like Bud Light. Because Bud Light in Vegas is still like seven dollars, and he's he's buying us all Incredible Hulk. So we are ju- we are having a good time. Yeah, we're down on the dance floor. We are it is packed, and we are having a fabulous time at Studio Fifty Four. And I I can st- I have some pictures. And I can still remember our two buddies, Eric and Caleb, and they up, end up meeting up with these two chicks, and. <laughs> This ain't going to get them in trouble, right? No, no, no. I mean, it's before they met their wives. It's yeah, fine. Just checking. It's just fine. checking. That was, that was that kid, the golden boy that I didn't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I think he ended up being a high school f- basketball coach or something. Okay. He's still in town from what I know. But back to the story. Yeah. So my ex-girlfriend, Stacy's like, hey, you know, I'm tired. It's like 1130. We've been partying all night. She's like, we should go. So I come over and I look at Caleb and, and Eric and I'm like, Hey, we're going to go. And they're like, because they're, they're definitely got these two chicks. They're like, yeah. For those that are curious what that silence was, it's Pinky giving everybody a thumbs up. Like, that's not happening. Like, (laughs) you guys leave. We're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't find Cisco to tell him we were leaving. And we're down at MGM. We're staying at Circus Circus. Completely opposite ends of the That's just a hop, skip, and a jump away. And MGM's small. You can get out of there real easy. Right, right. So... Stacy and I get back. We go we get something to eat. We get back. We uh, we were sharing a room at the time. And uh, <laughs> what I remember the most about Cisco the next day is we he comes over to the room. He's like, hey, guys. I mean, he was up early. Like I was like, we were partying. Like, what's going on? He's like, hey, I got breakfast. Come over to our room. It was McDonald's, right? <laughs> I, I remember. It was McDonald's. McDonald's, but it wasn't just McDonald's. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it was literally every menu item from McDonald's in his room. <laughs> he was like, Pinky, what do you want for breakfast? I was you like, and me are friends now, buddy. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? That's He's a like, solid way to roll right there. <laughs> he was like, what do you want for breakfast? Like, I don't know. He's like, I have everything. 
And I'm like, okay. And I look, and sure enough, there was like two of everything off the menu. Give me a hash brown and a grill. I want yeah. that bagel bite. Hey, you got one of them sausage burritos? Yeah, buddy. <laughs> and I, I think I was so drunk at that time, I don't remember much of this story. I only know the story of the wildebeest <laughs> of the previous night. Yeah, yeah. And we'll, we'll tell that when you're done. That was a rough one. Um, <clears throat> so <laughs> we end up, we're, we're sitting there, we're having breakfast, we're just talking, we're like, oh probably see how Caleb and Eric are doing, right? They probably yeah. had a good time. Those chicks, they were pretty good looking. They're like, okay, they had a good time. Call them on their phone, text them, nothing. Silence. We go about our day, complete silence. Hmm. We don't hear from them until the following day at 11 p.m. Jeez. Oh, and they had finally, they had tried to go into, there's a special uh, bar in uh, Mandalay that if you don't go on certain days, you have to have like a membership to get in. Okay. I think it's called the Founders Club, I think. Cigar, special drinks, stuff like that. And uh, they finally called us because they needed a ride. Hey, guys, come pick us up. Yeah. We're still so drunk and messed up. We have no idea where we are. I remember that part. <laughs> Not much thereafter. Keep going. Sure enough, come to find out, they end up on this wild journey where they ended up like out in the desert buying shrooms and drugs from somebody. They ended up like back at this chick's house. Nobody got laid because <laughs> they were all too messed up. And all of a sudden, like they're like, oh, the girls are like, we have to go to work. They're like, what are you talking about? It's time to sleep. They're like, no, we, th- th- this is what we do. We get messed up every night and then we go to work the next day. It's like just what we do. So <laughs> they're still messed up. And then they... You know, they go, they're in like middle of Vegas and they're so messed up. They don't know where to go. Yeah. They end up walking into the Stardust. They thought we were staying at the Stardust, if anybody remembers that hotel. Mm. And somehow they end up back down at the Mandalay Bay. Like Stardust is right across from Circus Circus. So they were close to the rooms. Somehow they end up down at Mandalay Bay before they called and figured out like, hey, we probably need a ride. Come get us. We have no idea where we're at. Hmm. I think you uh, didn't do Vegas right, and they did. Probably true. Probably true. I mean, you decided to go back to your hotel room with your ex-girlfriend, and they decided to do Vegas is is what I'm gathering. How many of those stories end with the missing persons report, though? Not one, but I got two stories in that. (laughs) I don't know if Vegas reports that, though. <laughs> they haven't been missing for 48 hours. <laughs> Can't bad. help you. Yeah, they, were, they were missing, and in, in that time, two, two different nights. In that time, two different nights, I got two stories. Right? I got two stories? I think so, yeah. You want me to tell it? I think you, you ended up buying cocaine or something off no, of somebody actually, down. No, no, no. Well, in the Stardust, because you talk about the Stardust. Because yeah. you talked about the Stardust. I, I can tell you a story. Tell that, that story out. I, I can tell you the Stardust real quick. Let me see. I'm sorry. I don't want this motherfucker tipping on me. So the Stardust. So what happened to Stardust, Pinky? Well, what? Uh, I remember I went to the Stardust because you guys were there. Right? You guys were at the Stardust. Because I was at the Stardust for a reason, and I think you were there. I think it's Stratosphere. 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 Yeah. Stratosphere. My bad. Stratosphere. Close enough. Thank you. The Stratosphere. So this is what happened at the stratosphere. <laughs> I walked in through the door, through the front door, and I, I remember seeing Pinky and Stacy, right? Yeah. And then 
all I thought to myself, I want some weed. <laughs> so I stereotypically try to find the most um can I can I do a rated R PG thirteen tuck on this? Yeah, I, I found it tone it down. Tone it I, down. I, I found I found a young lady my age uh playing slots. <laughs> and I was like, hey, I, I probably I, going into a bad territory, really. Definitely quick. a bad territory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. So I ended up um talking with her. We sat in a limo that wasn't ours. Someone someone was trying to solicit something from her and we ended up finding a taxi, went to her apartment. I, I did things I shouldn't have done, and then I had to flag down a taxi on the strip, and the Indian guy was like, I know you were not a criminal because you raised your arms, and I saw your waist, and you had no gun. So, and he took me back to, was it Circus Circus or Mandalay? Circus I forget. Circus, circus, yeah. circus, yeah. It's about the Circus Circus. There's a lot in that. I just I just broke it down in 30 seconds. Right, right. right. So, there was a little bit more he told yeah, me. Yeah, there's a little bit more that happened in that night. Definitely the cliff notes. And, and then there's another part of the story that, that includes a wildebeest, but that's that's another story, too. So, I mean, if I mean, they all look really good when you're drunk. When right? you're that drunk, everything looks amazing. <laughs> was that, what, was, what was that one movie? The, with the beer fest. Yeah, beer fest. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Beer fest. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. We're, uh, yeah. No. Jay is uh, Jay beer is with fest. the. <laughs> Jay's thinking he's with that really hot chick, yeah, and instead yeah. it's like You're a right, yeah. three hundred pound lady. Yeah, this is looking for a little slap and tickle. Hey, yes. yeah. hey check it out. <laughs> Sloppy tickle. That's just imagine this. That's what happened to me, but it was a a, a white Greek girl. With with a uh, receding hairline, curly though it was curly. curly. It was curly and it was receding, <laughs> and I don't know it was receding until I developed my my pictures from my disposable camera. He showed him. I was like, "Whoa, wait a minute." <laughs> No judgments here, though. No Unfortunately, judgment. it sounds like you also did Vegas right. Just not the one people want to experience. Hey, you go there to hey, gamble, I did it right. She remembered me. I made, sure, I made sure she had a good time. I tried to be a gentleman at the same time. I tried. I don't know if I need to be hearing all this. I'm leaving to Vegas Friday. <laughs> so, oh, yes. boy. Oh, boy. That was, uh, that was Vegas, guys. Yeah. That was a good time. None well, of my for trips. For anybody that we haven't lost yet, that's still willing to listen to the next episode. None of my uh, trips equaled that trip we'll, after that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll continue to try to provide you with quality entertainment and sports. Right? Uh, Someone laughed out there. Someone right. laughed. When he said Wilder Beast, somebody was like, "Ah, I know that one." Yeah, <laughs> I've been there. Yeah. Every time you say Wilder Beast, all I remember is the herdsman from. Uh, <laughs> The league. Oh. the league. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's unfortunate. You got to watch that, dude. That's good stuff. My son watched it all. He loved it. Oh, boy. Check it out. Well, um, I, I'm, I'm a bit different when it comes to sports. I'm not very in-depth like most of you guys. I just know from the outside. I'm a meathead, and I've done some things. So, And I've traveled the world a lot, so my perspective about Traveling the world and drinks and women and sports and everything is a little bit different and more international than when it comes to um, <laughs> when it comes that. to someone that, that knows sports here. Yeah, yeah. I don't know nothing like you guys know. You want to talk about the NFC and AFC and all that stuff. I'm like, what? Yeah, maybe a little bit of football, and, but when it comes to international travel and traveling the world and speaking yeah. to different people, I've been all around the world. I've been to more countries than states. Huh. Yeah, so I'm very, uh, very well traveled. So I can talk to anybody anywhere. But when it comes to American sports, I'm like, Shit. he's the reason I don't remember yeah. my birthday last year, actually. Yeah, you you were, you were pretty done. I'm a, I'm I'm, a, I'm an influence when I come around. <laughs> so. You brought the bottle of 291, and my buddy showed up from work, and they're like, 
That's really good whiskey, man. We need yeah. to break that open. Oh, yeah. Next thing I know, we're doing shots of that, and I don't remember anything after that. Oh, yeah, that. that's, that's 90 to 100 proof right there. Yeah. I mean, I do remember Shakira and J-Lo shaking it, but other yeah. than that. Yeah. But the, th- yeah, the thing is, when I come around, I meet new people like, like you two gentlemen. I try, I try to leave a good impression, so when you see me again, we're going to have a good time, you know? Because I love to live, love, and laugh, you know That's why the bottle of Sassanet came out. And oh. I appreciate you, bro. Thank good you. Stuff. That thing's fucking delicious. Thank you very much. Sorry for the <laughs> F word again. Thank you. <laughs> don't right. be mad if you don't hear yourself on the podcast tomorrow. When it comes <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is, so I'm a plumber. I own a plumbing company. I have a yeah. plumber's mouth. But for yeah. some reason, I could keep it mild He's pretty on good show. on the show. He's pretty good. Good job, man. Good job. Good job. But it does want to come out sometimes. Well, when you talk about sports and, you know, it's kind of hard. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I hear you. I think it's football time, guys. Oh, okay. It's football time. I didn't get a chance to read your notes. I was driving. Guys, I promise I'm going to keep poking and prodding, and and eventually there'll be at least somewhat of a discussion about other things, like somewhat relatable. That's why we keep you around. We keep you around just for that, happen, Caleb. I promise you. you. You know what's probably more likely, Caleb? You getting your own show. We'll, we'll end it this <laughs> that, 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 that seems... Is that a promise? Much more probable. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, guys, it was fun. Any of my uh, <laughs> listeners out there that actually do enjoy me for whatever reason, I hey, guess I'm moving on. I'll I say we hardly covered any sports today. I will today. be happy to continue to produce that podcast. It's just probably not going to be this one. <laughs> 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 oh, oh great. yeah! You do it for respect. You deserve your time, Caleb. That, that's how I'm looking at it. So I guess I'm keeping the name, and you guys are moving on to something uh, slightly different. Right. <laughs> we can keep Zach, though, right? Huh? We can keep Zach, just not Caleb, right? That's true. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Zach's the stats guys when when the football season comes back right. around. Yeah, yeah. We got to have that. I'll have I'll just have Zach produce Caleb's podcast so he could chime in and let him know he's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I am good at that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Why I ever had an opinion in the first place yeah, right. is beyond me. I, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. See, I'm mapping all this out. Man. At least I do break. it privately on the messenger. Oh, so I don't know if anybody noticed. I did laugh a lot the other night. Caleb, on accident, posted on an ESP. He copied and pasted an ESPN article to our Facebook page, which uh-huh. was great. But then he commented on the ESPN post as sports nonsense and whiskey. Okay. He got trolled instantly. <laughs> and I'm talking like quick. I mean, it was these these guys were cla- like they were it was like really dudes, good trollers. Three dudes just they were just like, so anybody can do a podcast, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Probably only a bunch of friends and family anyways. <laughs> Like, yeah, dude, they were just ripping. It was awesome. Our intelligence was called into question. Well, mine yes. specifically was called into question multiple times. It was rough. Well, it was an Ivy League. Like, Ivy League's not going to do sports again for the fall, uh, for, the, for spring the spring and fall. Yeah, they canceled their, their fall and they said they were going to do it in the spring for their fall sports. And it just, it, for whatever reason, I, I just, it just it, came out it, the wrong way. It didn't, it didn't go well. Yes, yeah, so but somebody, what's funny is, is there were more people who liked it, like actually liked it, but did not comment. But three dudes decided to comment, and no matter how I tried to continue a conversation, it didn't happen. But again, it's on the ESPN. One dude, I'll give credit though. He came out with a valid, some valid points on on what he believed, and yeah. so we we had a quick banter back and forth. And he said, uh, I said something about whiskey. And he's like, Well, what do you like? And I gave him a couple whiskeys to try, and he's like, Appreciate it. Glad we could be decent about it. 
So, I mean, at least that guy ended so, well, but the other two, it was not my day. The mistake was it was on the ESPN thread. Sure. So, this comment, like, within five minutes, there's, like, 300 comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's messaging us, and I'm like, I'm looking through these. I can't find this comment. Right. Because there's, like, 300 of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I finally found it. It was awesome. Laughed my ass off. I appreciate that, buddy. You should have screenshot it, because I'm not going to go through that much trouble. I can find it again. Okay. No, you can't. I deleted it. The wife was like, what are you laughing at? I was like, Caleb, he just messed up big time. And she's like, what did he do? I was like, oh, he, he posted in an ESPN thread about as the podcast, not as himself. So then they completely trolled the podcast. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was that was the thing I felt she's bad like, about because I've done it myself plenty of times. And sure. I'm not worried if somebody comes at me like yeah, yeah, and wants to do she's certain like, things or say certain things. But because it was the podcast and that that put a bad look for us out there, I I was nah, man. mad at myself for it. I wasn't. The wife had wasn't the perf- happy. The perfect answer. She was like, "Hey, got people talking. That's what it's supposed to do." Maybe. Listen. I mean, if one of the people that liked it actually went out and decided to listen to us a little more, see whatever. Hey, okay, they fine, listened but... for two minutes and gave us a listen. Perfect. I wasn't happy with myself. Regardless, you did fine, for friend. <laughs> You did fine. I'm just not very concerned about what stupid people say on the internet. Yeah, it is especially a, on Facebook. No, and I mean, I that's not again what I cared about. It's sure, more yeah. that no, somebody I, I commented as us as a group, and I put us out there rather than the group putting us uh, out. there. Well, I mean, we kind of intentionally put ourselves out there when we do this podcast. Period. You know, what correct. I mean? It's just you know our opinions fair. will that, be. That's the way I look. Commented at it. on. Yeah, yeah. Right. And social media is a congregation of morons, so I'm not really concerned about what they have to say. Um, you know, it is what it is. There's a few smart folks out there on social media, but there's a lot of folks who's like, well, you don't agree with me, so I'm going to just bash you. That sounds like a lot more than people on social media, but yes, you're right. You're absolutely correct. Um, it's just, it was eye-opening a little bit because, you know, if it's myself and somebody does it fine, I can move right along. You're not going to answer any of my questions. You want to go back to the same stupid thing you said? Okay, fine. Not a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're trying to build something here, not allow people to tear it down. Yeah. And that can happen really quickly out there, and I'm not trying to have that happen. I hear you. So, anyways, you want to move on to the NFC East? Keep on grinding, my man. Carson Wentz, man. Let's talk about Carson Wentz. Oh, you want to talk about Carson Wentz a little bit? What happened to Carson Wentz this week, Zach? Well, he got traded to Indy. So there goes my Sam Darnold prediction. God, I love that trade for the Colts. Yeah, for the Colts. I put them at... Dark it's, horse Super Bowl. It's horrible for the for the Eagles, but it's a great trade for the. I mean, Colts. look how far they got with Phyllis Rivers. <laughs> yeah, dude, they Philip Rivers Cry was literally he he played some of his best football behind that O line because he never got touched. Yeah, was, and he still sucked, but well, like it was good for him. Sure. Well, I mean, you know, he was on his way out anyways. He was already old, way past his prime. Um, hey, he collected $25 million. I can't hate the guy on that. Of course not, man. You go make that money while you can. One year, $25 million, You got nine kids. Good on you. <laughs> still, he do- still cracks me up. He's not, he doesn't believe in birth control. It's fine. <laughs> right. Well, you know what? I'll be honest. If I could afford nine kids, I'd have nine kids. Yeah. Well, if you have nine kids, then... Yeah. You have a nanny. It's huh? fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean... I can't. He, he, He's uh he's clearly uh trying to do you know start his own franchise is is kind of what it is you know what I mean well, he wanted to have a basketball team and a couple kids on the bench it's fine yeah so. Philip Rivers I hope you enjoy retirement in Florida anyways I like the trade for Indy love yeah, it I absolutely. love it for Indy yeah they won by they far. they barely gave up anything now again 
they will probably give up a first round pick next year. It's a second round pick, Pinky. No, but it's so, conditional first. Hold on, it's a second round. It's pick. in my notes because if Carson Wentz plays well, hold on, and he 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 hits those milestones, they're picking at the very bottom of the first. Correct. Round. It's still a first round pick, though. It's still a first round pick. Okay, I mean, because there's two. If he doesn't work out, they're picking at the top of the second there's, round. There's if two it does parameters. work out, they're picking at the bottom of the first round. It's basically the same. They're, they're going to be in the playoffs. They're going to be in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're in the playoffs with. But that's Rivers. what I'm saying. It doesn't really. That doesn't really matter. Well, because the the difference of, of of where those picks are going to fall is yeah. slim to none. If the difference is like four picks, then it's a mere technicality. Right. Yeah. And I think with I, I, Reich I with and I mean, on paper, back together, ooh, I got a first round. Sounds right. real good. I don't when know you look if back beat, on it and you go, oh, it was the 30th overall pick. I don't know if they beat yeah. Buffalo or KC. But with that defense, so, and that line, oh yeah, they do. Look at look at what Wentz can. Dude, if Wentz without, plays his MVP, I'm with Zach. Wentz plays his MVP caliber. They beat Buffalo with receivers that he actually knows, and that run game. Dude, that running run game's game. gonna be disgusting. And a line that can like actually. Their, I don't like their them. wide receivers, but what? Oh, I think I'll Pittman. take Buffalo's wide receivers over Indy's. Well, Stefan Diggs. Oh, is oh you'll take yeah, Stefan yeah. Diggs over any of Indy's receivers. I'll take Cole Beasley, man. Hell no, yeah. over Pittman. Over if Paris Campbell is healthy, he flashed at the beginning well, of last year. We, that, we keep going back to if. And that's that dude okay. hasn't been healthy. T.Y. looked great last year. Hold on. But their tight ends are way T-Y, better. T.Y.'s got to get re-signed or let but go. But with Caleb, he gets on these certain guys with kicks, like Paris Campbell. Sam no, I'm just Darnold, saying it flashes. Mitchell, like if you see a guy flash, Trubisky. I can overlook injuries and say, when on the field, you were really But you got to also say to yourself, this guy has had multiple injuries his first two years in the NFL. Is he actually going to continue I'll acknowledge this, that. or is he not? But we're talking about his potential as a, a quarterback with wide receivers. That is a potential for that team. But I don't you know have why to you be on the field to be potential. Yeah, I, I haven't sure. seen it on the field because he's never on the field. Oh, he showed it in the first two games last year. Yeah, but two. when you only play like two games <laughs> in two years. Julio didn't play at all last year. Are you guys going to say he's going to be a dud next year? He played well, half a year. But he's already showed that he has surpassed his potential we thought he was going to be at. Okay, that's probably a bad example. Yeah, no but shit. You're, you're, okay. You do like Paris Campbell a lot. You do. For what he's shown. I, I like Pittman. I, I do like Pittman. Pittman. He didn't I, even have that great of a year compared to all the other rookie he, wide receivers. He had some big games. He did enough for a but rookie he was wide receiver. Noodle Arm Rivers. Who threw for, didn't he throw for 38, 4,000 yards in that offense? Yeah, and like, Pittman most of the year was the only one that was there. No, Pittman had that surgery I on his leg. I think the best receiver on that team was Naheem Hines. Let's, let's be honest. That's because no, he could throw it to him. He That's could right. get it there. Oh, you two sometimes. I don't. I just, I think. Uh, drink up, Caleb. Drink up. I think with the addition of Wentz and what we've seen from Wentz with a good O-line, they got to oh, be. Frank, right, I will agree dude. with Frank, you. I'm right. high on the Colts. I, I, I mean, don't know if they beat Buffalo or KC though. I'm gonna say dark horse Super Bowl contender. I don't even think it's yeah. Dark I mean horse. yeah yeah you can put. I don't, I don't even think it's not dark horse. Dark horse yeah I think I think they'd be in the. There's three teams in the AFC right now that I would say yeah they should be one of the three teams standing Buffalo KC and Indy. That's if not dark Carson horse. Carson Wentz gets back to MVP until we get to Sean Watson. Four. I think if he just plays average, which any quarterback can play average no, behind that average O-line. doesn't do it. Because you're playing against two great quarterbacks Look in at, that situation. Yeah. Josh Allen in Buffalo but, and Patrick Mahomes but in he Tennessee. Does, to get to the playoffs, to get to those moments, he's playing the AFC South, which is very doable. Plus, I think Indy could do what kind of what Tampa did. Yeah, but if you're an average quarterback, you're out in the first round, Pinky. 
Th- that might be true. If you're an true. average quarterback, you're out in the first round in that situation. So that, that doesn't true. do you any but good to get, get there. there. You, you, you can't, I, dude. You don't have a chance in the dance if you don't get to the dance. Well, yes, I do agree with that. But sometimes certain people just sit on the sidelines at the dance and they don't get to go out to the floor. They could always get Nick Foles to back it them up. It doesn't matter if they're at the dance. If they got into the arena, they don't get to dance. And that's just kind of known when you show up. So if you're coming with we an average quarterback, see. if Carson I, Wentz is an average quarterback, think, that's a bad trade. I think being Wentz a bad is better than an average quarterback. I do too. Because I do too. Again, I'm just saying if he isn't. What caused his deficiencies last year? No Coaching. O-line. Yeah, Coaching. O-line is a big deal. The, the O-line was the worst in the league. Last yeah. year. That's fine. It's still coaching. Coaching didn't help at that all. That coaching did that offense no favors no receivers. to try and do anything sure. about it. Well, no receivers. All I got to so. say is when yeah, Miles sucked. Sanders is getting hit in the backfield before he even touches the ball. Yeah. You that know, O-line was bad. You know that's bad. It's, I think I think a lot team. more of his issues were O-line than they were anything. Coaching didn't help as well, Caleb. You are right there. So while we're on the same track about trades, what do you guys like about the chances of getting Watson for the Broncos? Vegas has got them favored. Vegas does have the Broncos as the favorite to land. I'm not going to lie. The if Watson I have to right put now. my money, and I said it last week, if I have to put my money on something, I'm putting my money on Houston telling Deshaun, go ahead. We'll call your bluff. I you kind of feel out. like that's the case. I kind of agree with you there. And they're not going to trade him after a year because they still hold they, his rights. They, I'm should, you now. they should be smart and get what you can get. Because oh, yeah, again, because a year from now, it's not going to be. You're not getting nearly as much as you could right now. Because again, if he sits out for a year, you are not getting. I anything. would do what Aaron proposed. I'm going to come play, but if you put any pressure on me, the ball's going to the dirt or going near my receiver, and that's about it. If it gets picked off, I could care less. And I'm telling you now, no teammate would let him walk onto the field. Well, you know what? Zero. That's, that's the problem Zero they're going to have to face. Because he said, that. I do not want to I play here. I saw Jay Cutler play a lot of games. That was just Jay Cutler. That That's the problem there. And that was the quarterback. I mean, but he played. One that's of his teammates knows Deshaun's going out to do that, and you, you're getting me hurt. Like, Jay Cutler was just aloof. But that's not getting period. you hurt. Like, literally, if you let a guy in near me, because their O-line's not great, I'm going to throw the ball into the dirt, or I'm going to throw it away. Yeah. Or I'm going to throw it. Like there, into triple coverage because that's what I have to do. There is nothing wrong with protecting yourself in that situation. There's a difference between protecting yourself and verbally telling everybody you're just going to basically bow out. You're not yeah, trying no, no, your no, best. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like if he was smart, he goes in there. And if they don't want to do what he says, then <laughs> you don't put the team first when it comes out. Put yourself first. Don't get hurt if you plan on making now, again, money. Again, I, I think the Texans need to keep up this. We are not trading him. Until that last moment, and they they have to try. And what's what's going to suck is they you're have right to because keep, that's the only way they keep any form of well, leverage. They have to keep two teams involved in this. <laughs> they have to keep two teams. Now the problem that they're going to have. What do you mean by that? So, let's say it's just the Broncos. If the Broncos are like, we will trade for Deshaun. Oh, Watson. dude, that's not it. This is Deshaun Watson. This is it. There's nobody bidding against them. There's no one to drive up the price. Yeah. Because you're right. bidding against yourself. That won't happen, though. They're, 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 so this is shot. Nobody is going to be a, a free-for-all if they find out he's actually available. Here's the problem. If you go into March, which is free agency, and teams are like, he's not on the market. We have to make a decision. 
they're going to pay someone else. That money dries up. Yeah. We get to draft night. They don't trade him. The draft assets have been allocated. Quarterbacks have been drafted for the quarterback needy teams. Yeah, so you are you're losing. Trading, you're trading the quarterback you just signed and whatever draft picks you made with those assets to him. You're not going to do that. Yeah, you are. No, you're not. Oh, I'm sorry. You don't want a top five quarterback? You're not going to trade. You're going to hang on to something you settled for but in free if you, agency? If you, well, maybe, but you've already signed all those guaranteed dollars that you can't just get out of and dump. You so will take you have the to, hit. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. What? I'm not going to do it. The salary cap is going down to $180 million. Yo, They don't have the, the money to do that. Pinky, I love you, but never own my team. Because what I want from my team is I will take a all-in, once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl, and we'll figure out how to do that again. We already did over that. Over somebody who's trying to build a great team that's going to last for a long time. We already did that. We got ours. 2015, we did that. We right, I'm saying, in. so let's do it again. You kidding me? I don't care if they sign Drew Locke to a $100 million contract. But Cool. I'll eat that guaranteed, you, and I will trade him now to Houston for Deshaun Watson. You can only do that when you have the roster. Ability, you have the depth on the roster to do that, and we don't have that. Sure we do. We do not. Hey, I'm going to give you two firsts. I'm going to give you Justin Simmons. I'm going to give you two seconds and Drew Locke. Do you like that? Are you mad about that? Are you no, unhappy? I'll take it. So then what's the problem? I don't care if we just signed Drew Locke to so, $100 million and again, we're guaranteed. I, I didn't disagree with that. I'm just saying they're they're going to lose out on their trade partners if they wait too long to make this deal. I don't think they will unless, unless I will agree with you then if Deshaun sits. If he's willing to sit out a season, it has to be a season for him to finally get what he wants. Because if he's willing to do it again, he can wait out his contract, not take any hits, come back, and still be probably a top I'm 10. I'm never playing for the Texans again. I agree with you. But is he willing to? Because if he sits, then he calls the Houston Texans bluff, and he has all the leverage at that point. I don't care if they still own his contract and he comes back for a year and it's the same years left. At that point, there's no way, as a franchise, if you want to win, you can just let him walk. You have to then trade him for whatever you can get. I agree with you, but up until then, I think you can do whatever you want until the season starts, regardless of what you did in the offseason, because you're getting a top five dude back who, if he could win a Super Bowl and he keeps putting up the numbers he is, which it looks like he's on the trajectory too, will go down as an all-time so, great quarterback. Again, I, I think you forget that after free agency and the draft and you tie up all your money... You'd have to release a lot of players to make that deal happen after the fact. I believe my question was a yes or no answer. <laughs> I, didn't re- I didn't even realize you asked the question. Yeah, he was just wondering if the Broncos that. would get Deshaun Watson. Oh. <laughs> so apparently, they, Zach um, wanted this to be a 15, 15 no, second that, segment. What, <laughs> Zach, the, the official word from Dove Valley is yes. <laughs> If he's available. He'll be a Bronco. <laughs> so, yes. Okay, cool. It sounds like this. But, no, two- I don't believe he will because I don't think Houston's going to trade him. I think Houston's I, – I do. I think Houston's going to trade him because an organization can only be so stupid. Yo, I think there's some good old boy Texans, and they don't want any part of somebody telling them You need them to get to off do. your good old boy kick. That's nope. what got you in trouble on ESPN. 
Yeah, especially for a 1930s power grid. Um, so, anyways, maybe they'll take a few notes. Unfortunately, with the Goto Boy system, he's not. Caleb is not wrong in this case. That is a true thing. It is totally. And again, with the NFL, they've never had like again. Le'Veon Bell's one instance, but they the Steelers had another option, and they were like, "We're willing to call that bluff." It's not even that another option. They wouldn't have done it anyways. The, the I don't Texans think. have no other. They would have just gone and drafted a running back and ran with that. They were not doing anything with that dude. Correct. Well, he wanted more money than what he right. really should have gotten. And I think the Texans are about to have the same, and it's going to look ugly for both sides. I love this. I I would never. I would as a player. I don't think I could be like you know what I feel confident playing for you, when the top player doesn't want to play for you. And then you're not willing to let him go so we can get a player who does want to play for you? Oh, they're ruining their franchise. I, I, I just like they're I going to Detroit it. Lions territory where the only way you're going to get a guy there is if you're paying him way over what anybody else is going to. Right. That's a bad place to be. Sure. That's a bad place to be. Hmm. Sounds like the Rockies. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. And people don't even want to come here for the money anymore. That's how bad that's gotten. All right. Let's make this quick then. So wait, what's wait what? We can segue a little bit here, easy partner. What are you trying to go <laughs> to? What are we making quick? Settle down. You about to jump ship? Well, I think we'll hold off till next week on this next topic. We'll talk about the NFC East next week. Okay, actually start breaking down some stuff before the draft. Yeah, we, we could go uh, the West too. Damn it, Caleb. Zach. <laughs> <laughs> so then next week we'll start next breaking week. down a little we'll bit break of conferences down. we'll talk a little bit about each team in division in not conference division division you want to go division fine we could talk about the cowboys that'll be nice we'll talk about the yeah cowboys. you should really enjoy that it's gonna be a lot of fun and then, they've got everything figured out right now not a problem they're in a world of hurt i started doing some research today about the cowboys yeah they're in trouble they're in a world of hurt that's why i don't think prescott's gonna be on the team now that you see the cap uh changes and then how much he's gonna get hit i don't think he's gonna be there so do you think he's gonna pay him so i think there's a lot of I think there's a lot Ooh, of that'd be a great idea that'd God, be a great I idea i would hate that so much so benjamin albright if any uh Bronco guys might know him. He's one of the Bronco reporters, insiders. And his big thing is like, I don't think the Watson deal is going to happen. With I don't who? think Watson becomes available. He thinks the Texans will not. Oh, trade I see what you're Watson. saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My bad. He goes, but as a Broncos fan, what, what you want to keep an eye on is Dak Prescott. Because you can sign Dak Prescott and not give up any draft capital. Yeah. I don't think Elway would do that. Elway's not in charge anymore. Yes, he is. He has final say. Let's, but he's not let's, in charge. Let's not kid ourselves that with playing, how that's running right now. That dude's now, playing still. golf now. George Payton's the guy that's going to be we'll making see. decisions. We'll see. But it's literally, if I can get a top quarterback, I will do that. If not, I'm rolling with Drew Locke. That's the plan. You guys getting Dak Prescott would be very interesting. Without having to give up any draft picks. Yeah. Um, which is the smartest thing to do. It would be really bad, and this is why. We still have a head coach and offensive coordinator who shouldn't have jobs in the NFL right now as either position. Fangio well, should be a defensive coordinator. Right. I didn't say he shouldn't. You said not in the NFL. At his position. He should be a defensive coordinator. Well, no, no, no. Pinky, let's not play the national media here in CNN. 
<laughs> I said something very specific, that's, that's meaning NFL. he shouldn't be a head NFL. coach NFL. anymore. <laughs> and you're trying to tell me I just said he shouldn't be in the NFL. Let's not. There's very big difference here. He shouldn't be a head coach. And the offensive coordinator, I'm never going to say his name because it's so ridiculous the way he's been calling plays. He shouldn't even be an offensive coordinator anymore. That's how it is. You bring Dak Prescott into that situation, he's not going to do well. I don't see it. I don't know how he would do in a Pat Shermer offense. It's win-win for Cowboys, though, because if Prescott goes there and plays terribly, they're going to be like, great, glad we didn't re-sign him. You know what I mean? And if he goes there and, you know, I don't think he's going to play good. So I don't even well, if he goes anywhere option. else, it means they think somebody overpaid for him. Yes. And they're fine with it in that situation, too. The whole Whether reason he plays why, well or not. The whole reason why you franchise somebody and then you didn't get a contract done is because, again, you don't feel like they're worth what they're asking for. Well, in all fairness, though, like I think Dak's being a little naive here and listening to the wrong people, and this is why. Reports were Dallas was willing to do 35 in four years, I believe. I mean, they wanted 35 and five, and Dak wanted closer to 40 and four. So he wanted a little bit more control over long term, and they wanted to lock him up for an extra year and give him less money, obviously. But first of all, you're not a top five QB, even though your numbers said you were. Okay. He would have been if he was healthy the whole year. Would people start, if he had done that for a whole season, would people start putting yeah. him in the conversation? I still yes. don't. I don't Do I people still, put him in the conversation now, though? No. I, I think Dak is a top 10 QB. I don't think he's one of the elite guys that covers up deficiencies on your team. Now, I will agree with you, though. If he did that all season, yeah, he is. That's just how bad that defense was. I mean, he was the leading passer for two weeks after he was injured still. Because they had to pass for like the whole no, game. No, I'm not listening to that nonsense, dude. They were I'm behind so tired like 20 of that points argument. in every game. It doesn't matter. It absolutely He brought matters. them back in most of those games. And you have to be a good passer, at least read the defense well, to be able to put up those numbers and continue a to get the yardage. A lot of teams come back on prevent. A lot of teams. Oh, man, you guys. Yeah. And when they get it, close, they stay in prevent. Once he gets them back into the game, they stay in prevent. It, That's what you're telling it me? It factors in. You're you're foolish. I'm not foolish. That's I, dude. A fact. Two I, weeks know, after I, he if you're went throwing out, against prevent still... defenses, you're gonna put up numbers. It's a fact. Then why isn't everybody else who's playing prevent defenses doing the same? Prevent thing? defense doesn't work. Teams that play prevent defense want to lose. Okay, again, why aren't other quarterbacks that why are playing Jets against prevent defenses blitzed. doing the same thing? They do. Drew Lark has like half of his numbers last year from playing in the fourth quarter down. And his numbers didn't look anywhere close to what they Dak Prescott better did. than what they would have been if they wasn't playing prevent defense okay. in the fourth quarter. P Pinky, just because somebody might have done it a little bit, Dak Prescott was Look at Matt the Ryan's numbers and Stafford's numbers. They're always oh inflated because they're always behind in the fourth <laughs> quarter against teams playing prevent defenses. So that's how Matt Ryan's got some of the all-time great passing numbers. Yeah, look at his wins. Because he just played prevent defenses. Yes. A dude who won an MVP and went to the Super Bowl. Just was, played prevent defenses. That was his best year ever. Pinky, come on, man. That was his best year, period. Look it up. He had Kyle Shanahan as his offensive coordinator, who we all agree is a great coach. It matters, dude. I'm not saying it's the whole picture. Dak's a top 10 quarterback, but those numbers are inflated because he played from behind. So John, John Elway's numbers are inflated? John Elway played from behind a lot, but that was more about the team he was on. <laughs> what? Those are definitely orange colored glasses. So John Elway, cool, all time you, great. You ain't, but you ain't never played for that coach though. Dan Reeves was a horrible, yeah, 
Horrible coach. He never let John do what he should do. Where, where did Dak play for a great coach? I'm not even a Dak fan, and I'm trying to figure out how you're Come on, you're, Jason you're Garrett's this great, dude. man. What are you talking about? <laughs> Jeez. Don't even go there. Mike McCarthy's great? Come on. It's not, again, you're, you're just trying to say it's not happening. Again, when you I'm play these the prevent defenses, his team the numbers games. go up. He's a great leader. I agree with you. He's a top ten quarterback, but Pinky, I'm just saying he's not he elite. If he keeps bringing his teams back, they're not playing prevent that whole time anymore, bud. It was like a couple drives. He might have gotten ten points to bring him back into, and then they're not playing prevent anymore. Look, you pay him. I won't pay him. I think he's totally worth the thirty-five. I don't think he's a top five. No, though, he's what going I said. for forty, son. So both of you agree that he's top ten quarterback. I think he's a top ten quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Caleb just said he's not top five, so well, yeah, I just we'll say you sound like he's top five. I'm saying he's no, not I top said five. No, he's he, not. He just top said five. he's not top five. I keep saying that. So I'm we'll, just trying to figure out how you're talking well, so ill of a top ten quarterback. I don't think he's, he's a top the, seven he's quarterback. He's not that guy that raises all ships, right? He's not that guy that completely hides all the deficiencies. the The Kansas City Chiefs had all year with a crappy O line. Mahomes hid that deficiency all year until he couldn't. All year. I don't understand how you say that when Dallas doesn't have a great offensive line right now and Dak Prescott was leading the league in passing. At the beginning of the year, their guys were there. By the end of the year, all their guys were hurt. The O-line was still intact when he was playing. Uh, no, it wasn't. That's why he rolled was, out of the pocket and broke his ankle. Out. Their O-line was in and out. By the time Dak got hurt, a lot of their O-line had gotten hurt after that. Yeah. It, it was but they were one there. One comes in, one goes out. One comes in, one goes out. That's how it was for him. So... Trying, I'm trying to see where you're drawing differences here, Pinky. I'm Sorry, dude. I inflated stats happen, dude. Just like it's a fact. Well, I I don't know. I, I think you're completely neglecting the fact that there's also a lot of quarterbacks who simply can't go in and win games or keep up or play against those defenses or put up those numbers. Otherwise, every quarterback would be throwing 440 yards a game. They're getting there. <laughs> no, they're they're. I mean, they're not. But a lot of QBs are averaging 300 yards a game nowadays. Uh, I mean, more yeah, often than not. Yeah, that's a okay, bit so what do you have? Well, I mean, okay, cool. The new average is three hundred. Dak's at four. Mahomes at four. Mahomes isn't at four yet. You get what I'm saying, though. Like they're putting up different levels of pass. Mahomes went for almost five thousand again. Dak was on pace to go over five thousand. That's that's stupid. I don't care if you're playing prevent defenses or not. Yeah, I mean, you still have to complete a pass regardless of a defense that's true. or not. So, I, I, I don't know. I used to think that's what quarterbacks were about, or is completing a pass. What I saw from Dak this year was awesome. But, again, he was playing from behind. They weren't running the ball at all. Okay, so they back to where I was the ball going. The majority I, of the apparently, we agree that he's a top 10. You just, you, the way you were talking so down on him, it was just hard to believe. That no, I'm you're... just saying I wouldn't pay him $40 million a year like he Okay, wants. would you do 35 though? It'd be tough. Oh, I'd do that in a heartbeat, and this is what I would be telling him constantly. And I would have everybody I know that would talk to him for me chirping in his ear. You're the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. You'll make another $30 million in endorsements. Yeah, of course. Go somewhere else that, and watch that get cut in half if that, you're lucky. That's how you should be thinking. Yeah, you think he's on like... So Oi, why Oi he's not looking at that and going, I should have signed that deal right. is beyond me. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, absolutely. You're not the dude to set the market. You're just not. Right. Swallow your pride just a little bit and realize you will make way more, though, because you're the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Nobody else in the league can say that. Yeah. As much as I don't agree that they're America's team, that carries a lot of weight. Yeah, of course it does. Caleb is absolutely correct on this point. It's stupid money. Yeah. 
because you make that after you retire as a starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, whether you win or lose. Yeah. Romo didn't win nothing. And he is the highest paid broadcaster right now to the point where he gets to go try out for the PGA tour consistently. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's definitely getting some hate now. There's, uh, I can't remember who it was. Somebody was trying to like, I know point out all the times he's not right. Yeah. No. Cause he was sitting there saying I'd be right. Like a hundred percent of the time. And he was only right. Like 40% of the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't remember who it was, but I mean, I was like, come on, dude. Did, you we're talking crazy money. Yeah. Outside of football. No. Of as course. that position in history, whether you win or lose. Right. So I'm just mind boggled how he's not just going, I'm just gonna go ahead and do that. Yeah. Because that's that's still top of the market. Again, why his agent hasn't actually been like, let's just take this deal. You'll keep making a lot of money well, as here's, that cowboy. Here's the other thing. If you have a smart agent, you'd be like, Listen, dude, you just busted your ankle. You're probably not super high on radars anymore because one of your big factors was mobility and playmaking. Right? Well, here's the problem: so you could also be like, marks. "Yo, you come back healthy, you're fine. You bet on yourself like Kirk Cousins. They're gonna franchise you again. You're gonna get 40. There's no way they do it a third time because it's gonna be like 65." Yeah. So then you hit free agency and you get what you wanted. Right. But that's not your your whoever is allowing him to have that thought, whether it's him or somebody else. The mistake in thinking that is it's short sighted. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, okay, go play for the Washington football team. Name me the last Washington football team quarterback who's doing something outside of football and making money. Dude, they don't have a name. WTF, right? Those are the initials? <laughs> yeah. Just be- oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. WFT, I mean. Uh, the wait, team right? with no name. Yeah. So, but I'm serious. Okay, cool. They're going to pay you a bunch of money. You can go make that short term. You retire. You're not going to win a Super Bowl in Washington. If you do... Good for you, and you'll probably be able to get that fame after football. If you don't, you're not really going to be the guy who's getting all those endorsements and the ads and whatever else that comes with those accolades for just being a Dallas Cowboy quarterback, as, as much as I don't like saying it. Well, another point, it's like, uh, look at Witten. Cowboy tight end. One yeah, year, dude, he got offered the Monday night gig yeah. right after retiring with no experience, and, and from by all accounts... Dude is not the guy who should be on TV trying to entertain people. I, I think he could do it. I just think he needed he needed some seasoning first before he just jumped right yeah, in. Yeah, he needed like the uh, CBS 11 o'clock game. Yeah. <laughs> he, he needed a little Jets bit of practice Dolphins. first before he just jumped in. Well, no, as- dude, he needed to do some Ivy League spring ball first. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's cold. That is cold. Hey, all I know is it's better than Tlaib. All right, so. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back off to leave. Leave's no, awesome. No, no, no. Yeah, he doesn't look very good on Fox most of the time when he's on the shows. He, he, he needs some seasoning, too. Sometimes seasoning doesn't help when you burn the meat. He's more <laughs> of a dry age kind of guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, he's not for everybody. Well. He's not for everybody. He'd be out there snatching chains. Anything else? Uh, no, I think we'll do uh, the actual go through the East fully uh, next week. And then we'll just pick a division after that and roll through them until the draft rolls around and do that oh, once man, a week. We're like two months from the draft. I'm so excited. That'll be fun. We can do that along with some other nonsense and been, two fingers. and Been running through some mock drafts. As many other sports as I can try to squeeze in here. <laughs> Good luck. Maybe we should all just pick one extra sport to bring to the table, and we'll talk about that. It'll be like, you know, a middle school book report, that kind of thing. Sure. You got the strong man. I was going to say weightlifting's coming from this guy and... You know, that's gonna that's gonna enthrall people. Oh no, you're right. We should talk more about tennis. 
<laughs> that that should go well with our whiskey drinkers. I like to sit there and see them slop a ball around while I see. Yeah, you'd be surprised what you see in Webbledon with all them lighthearted uh, white or Australia. <laughs> yeah, Australia at the Aussie Open. Them some heavy drinkers what, down what there are, too. What do they drink though? Yeah. Well, Aussie's gonna be a lot of beer. Exactly. Uh, but you, you're gonna get your nice scotches at, at Wimbledon, buddy. That's high class society stuff. Definitely sounds like our crowd too. Oh, absolutely. What was the sport where they had? They got that uh, big white scoop and they fling the ball against the wall and it comes back like almost. Oh, the high or high, um, and you can like kill yeah. people. And, and <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sorry, you can. And, and, there is uh, a reason they wear helmets. Yeah, they wear helmets. Actually, and uh, I think they stopped betting on it because it was so easy to bet on it. People were, were getting rich off of it. Yeah, I don't know anything I, about I, I that. Found, but found, yeah, I think it's called saw, La High. Yeah, La High. I found a documentary about the Italian mafia was betting on it and they were getting money for to to bid for people, you know, for to bet for people. Yeah. If you haven't money. seen it, they basically yeah, wear like crazy. a uh, sloth claw on their arm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, and sling the ball at the wall. It, I never yeah. knew what it was called. You're right, La High. Yeah. And it's dangerous and people were making money I, off of it. Somewhere there. That's just another sport. I Look, one sport it. I haven't been able to get into in all honesty because I can't figure it out and nobody's been able to explain it to me in such a way that apparently the game could just never end is cricket. I don't understand cricket yet. So it's it's that that is one that I, I haven't I get been able more to in, like I want to see somebody just hit somebody. They make some that, crazy catches though. Bat, man. You know what I know about cricket? That Casey Jones used one of those rackets. Yeah, man. Casey ball. Jones. That, that is Love the, it. That is the extent of my knowledge. Yeah, on we, we could definitely talk about some TMNT. <laughs> Thank, you're welcome, by the way. I you like gotta, that reference. Solid. We got to talk about some turtles. Solid SP. Solid. What can I say? All right. Well, I think we're uh, ready to move on for the uh, evening and let people really let this settle in and enjoy it. Right? Digest. Enjoy. We'll come back with some more sports nonsense and whiskey next week at our normal time, hopefully, unless some snow hits again. That's maybe. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, winter weather is unpredictable as the country's starting to learn, so we'll see what happens. We're flexible. But enjoy, guys. Everyone out for themselves. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Later, fellas. Peace. Later. I can show you where my heart's at. See it on my sleeve. Even if the beat stops, my soul will not leave. If I never stood tall, nobody would ever see. I can show you where my heart's at. See it on my sleeve. I can show you where my heart's at. See it on my sleeve. Even if the beat stops, my soul will not leave. If I never stood tall, nobody would ever see. I can show you where my heart's at. See it on my sleeve. I can show you where my heart's at. See it on my sleeve. Even if the beat stops, my soul will not leave.